The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Rob Thompson, Rudy J, R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Good Monday one a. Something like that. Good morning. R and R in the morning. He's Rudy. I'm Rob. Sorry, How you I'm, doing? I'm feeling very Monday today, which is a good thing. He's Carl Schoenig taking this boat all the way to 10 o'clock. Refreshed and renewed would be my R&R for today. Is that right? Dude, I feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Must it, be nice. I'm no, manifesting. I'm, I, I'm throwing <laughs> it out there. No, that's good. We all need that uh, recharge, you know, kind of recharge the batteries and, you know, take an extended weekend. Carl and I celebrated President's Day. I, I personally took the day and I reflected on James K. Polk. Who is James K. Polk? One of the, our former presidents that we celebrated yesterday. I felt like he oh. doesn't get enough justice, you know, enough look back. So we celebrated James K. Polk around the house. Of, of we the had, 40s, ate his favorite foods, you know. Yeah, of the 46, not many get their just due. Um, I think they get exactly what they're due. I think it's a tough gig. It's a tough gig. I wouldn't it, want to do it. I don't think anybody's good at that job. No, and you have to be greatly <laughs> concerned for the people that desperately want it. I would never you know want I mean? that gig. I mean, outside looking in, like say, you know, Obama went from looking thirty-three to seventy-three yeah. in but eight years. The thing, like, you know, the, I don't know why you would want that job. That people want this. That I'd rather be governor or something. They, you know, they just they get to call a few shots and then go in the go hide away. You know, but a president who wants that job. Yeah. So we celebrated appropriately. If you had to celebrate a president other than Obama. Oh, gosh. Um, Millard Fillmore. I don't know, man. I don't want, I don't want to say the wrong president <laughs> no, just, and make everybody I mad. Just I don't come know. up with a random one. Um, <laughs> Lord. Abraham. <laughs> no, Lincoln, I why not? Carter? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could. Uh, Clinton? <laughs> what about Teddy Roosevelt? He had good quotes. That See, guy was the thing a good is, guy. I don't remember what they did and didn't do, so I'm kind of scared to say I, what. What? Yeah. I mean, I you went throw to Roosevelt. Out the wrong president. You threw out the wrong president. You said yeah, what? Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. James Van Buren. Is that really a president? Yeah. I can't name. So can you? How many of the 46 can you name? Uh, uh, several years back, I endeavored to read the biography of every president. What? Mm-hmm. How, how far did you get before I you read, quit? Well, I read them all. Some biographies were shorter than others, but uh, yeah. you really read them all. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. My dad did it too, so he had the books. So he started the whole thing. If I had to go buy forty six, oh. 47, 46. 46. I actually think I read forty two at the time. Because uh, this was a few years back. Yeah, this is a few years back. I read. Uh, there wasn't an Obama one. It wasn't out yet when I did it. Okay. But uh, my father did it first, so it wasn't like I had to go buy all these books. So I didn't. I mean, that's um, that's a tall task. Well, yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of reading. <laughs> some, but I mean, uh, or do you read a lot because you you married to a teacher, or you like you you read before you met her? 
Um, you no. were a kid before you met her, though, so I don't know how much reading. No, you I met her. I was older. I, I got married about thirty. Oh, okay. I was, okay. was thirty-one. Okay. So. Oh, okay. So but were I you was already still a child? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Thirty is young. Years don't really count. But were you already sitting in bed with your readers? No, reading no. books before you met her. Uh, kinda. I've always been a reader. Okay. Always. Um, it, it's something I don't do as much as I should, especially now in the. But it was one of those ways to kind of in the day you know what i mean just to kind of yeah. because it for me i i have to pass out and if i just lay there in bed my sit there. spin out you know what i mean you start thinking and before you know it it's 3 a.m but a read can make you tired enough to where you can lay the book down fall asleep yeah. or have white noise on so depending on how much homework my wife has to grade or how much stuff is going on is how much i read gotcha some nights it's a couple pages so Others. the 42 which was the longest Oh yeah, I was. A, I'm a huge fan of Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, so I read more than one on him. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm very interested in LBJ. He's a very interesting president because he's a dichotomy of so different things, so many different things. He's uh, uh, is he a great civil rights president for what he did, or did he not do enough? Did he not try to get more? He's the right. greatest politician I think of the last hundred years. And I do believe it was possible for him to get more done, but Vietnam yeah, got in the way. So I found him a very interesting president. Only thing I know about LBJ, we used to hoop over there mm-hmm. on the Lady Northeast. Bird. Yeah, we used to hoop at Lady Bird. Legendary that's games at Lady Bird. Outside and inside. Yes, that's the only thing I know about LBJ. You know what, Mama, though? forgive me. And it's, that is a mo- the mo- most appropriate <laughs> thing that Johnson could be remembered for and the strangest thing because of his civil rights record. But he also kept us in Vietnam. Um, I, I, of the presidents, I find him the most interesting. I think he's the most. Controlled. I learned about a few of them on watching the movie The Butler. It's true. And The Butler I mean, that I, I was based on a true story. There was some. I don't know how how much of it was true as far as like his experiences with the presidents that he was, you know, butlered under. But I don't know. No, appropriate. I think uh, an eyewitness to history. So you're a historian. Well, I don't I, I know you didn't far. major in history, but no. are you a history buff? Yes, very much so. I think the older I get, the more I'm a story and I become because I lived a lot of it. So you prefer documentaries over? No, 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 I, I, no. I mean, I over I'd like, like I over be like original content. No, no. I, I, I'm a nonfiction reader as much as I'm a fiction reader. I'm, I'd read whatever, yeah, whatever floats my boat or whatever's available at the time. But some things read faster than others, for sure. I don't. Some books I pick up. I'm not a. I'm. I am not afraid to put a book down. If I get into a book and I'm halfway done and I don't like it, I'll put it down. I'm, I don't feel you don't feel the to need finish to finish it. it. No, no, I've never been that way. But I I try to finish most things. But there have been books that I'm like, dude, I just can't do this. I'll put it down. Which book did you hate the most? No, there's never been a book that I hated. I hated, but like, damn, dude, you're uh, there you're was a weird John- cat. <laughs> no, I've read some strange. <laughs> Some strange books. I'm not, I don't want to. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you do either. I don't put yourself out there. No, like no, no. That. There's some I like lose I, any fans. you get into like people talk you into reading like Isaac Asimov and Robert Heinlein, these these futurist type novels. I don't know, man. Some of those, but see, some of them turn into movies. Okay, this is the perfect question. Are you the book was better than the movie guy? Are you that yes. guy? But, you know, Come it, on, it, Rob. It should don't be that, be that every guy. occasion. It should be that way in every occasion. Because when you get to read a book, remember you get that comes through your perspective. It's your prism. You ap- you apply what you know to be true to the books that you read, and you you take it in through your prism. When you watch a movie, you're watching it through 
somebody else's prism. It could be a prism that you appreciate. It could be the best part of that story. But a well-written book is uh, 100 times always better than a movie. Always. But do you feel the need to tell the world? No, I don't tell the no. world. But, you, but, but <laughs> no, I think the you best, know that guy's out there that well, tells no, the world. I think when you, when you like, there are, for, uh, for examples, if you've ever actually read Mario Puzo's The Godfather, and no. then you've seen the movie, the movie is by far better. So that it one, so a that one, better picture. It's that one's reverse. The screenplay was better than the book, but the book still. If I read the book after I saw the movie, so there's a lot of stuff in the book that didn't make the movie, and it just didn't feel right. So I don't know how I would apply that if I had read it first. You know what's crazy about that? That was a three-hour movie. Yeah, and it did. And it still didn't get in everything from the book. Well, well, keep in mind there was no Godfather Two book. There was just a Godfather book by Puso. So a lot of stuff was added because of the screenplay from the Gosh. first one. And, uh, you know, by many, I think even Jimenez would say that Godfather 2 might actually be better than 1. But the story had to be told in 1 for 2 to exist, if you may, if it makes any sense. Godfather 2 is better than 1. I think a lot of people would agree that this is one of the few sequels that was actually better, better uh, than the original. Terminator 2 was better than Terminator 1. I think that a lot of people would agree with that, too. Just just as good a story, but more money was poured into it. And I think Maybe Godfather, that's what it is. actually, the story was actually told in a much richer way, in my mind. But I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we landed but here. Someone said Jaws book was better than the movie. And Jaws was a good movie and for it, the time. Yes. Now you go and watch it. It's like, oh, that was bad, but you know, because of the. I, I, I didn't read the book, Joss, but I know, I know the story behind the guy who was actually kind of upset with the way that the book portrayed sharks. You know, after Jaws, we killed every shark we saw. You know, before Jaws, you know what? Jaws, it's it was so kind of like a scary fish. You no, know, it's so true. So I think the writer was always kind of like, man, this is my fault. <laughs> you know, all these sharks are dead because I wrote a good book. What about Moby Dick? I, uh, I see that's. That's one of those, the only author that I ever found, one of uh, books that I ever found interesting that weren't assigned to me, mm -hmm. you know, Moby Dick was one of those books that you had to read it. So yeah. it wasn't, you didn't, you weren't into it because it was homework. So I don't look back <laughs> on, 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 on like, and I can't even remember the author of Moby Dick, but me neither. those Jane but Austen weird uh, that they were attacking a whale. Wasn't Moby a whale? Well, he was the white whale and was he was a Ahab's. It was a, it was a. It was a, a study in chasing this dream to the detriment of you and everybody around you. I mean, Ahab oh, had to get gotcha. That's what it was about. And, and the uh, the chase, it was not so much about a, a sea story. But Ernest Hemingway is one of those few writers gotcha. that I, I enjoy, even though many of them have been assigned. Makes I mean, sense. The story of the Old Man on the Sea has been told a hundred times in a hundred different ways. But unless you've read the book, it really makes some more sense and i like the way he well, wrote in very decisive terms we went here because aaron Rodgers wrote a letter there we he, go. he told us to read a few books what's couple, up Bo? he said we should read yeah. a few books while we're at it Let's so we sports, this is man. restaurant sorry. quality we, radio we tie it we, all in baby. there we go it's full circle <laughs> it's full circle yeah. um we didn't get a chance to talk all-star game i do want to dig into yeah, a little I want bit to of what also. we saw um Aaron Rodgers uh, tweets a, a a couple of things Instagram. last night. Well, he Instagram. Uh, one with a maybe it was aimed at his ex. I don't know. Other aimed at his her. former players. Uh, is he actually gone? It appears as such that he has fired the shot toward the Green Bay Packers. That he is saying goodbye, as he said to goodbye to many of those in the room. Of course, we'll look at the Jawan Howard, uh, University of Michigan and uh, Wisconsin fight. Greg Gard. Mm -hmm. Howard um, Howard gets five games suspended and, and a big, big fine 
Uh, Greg Gard gets 7,500 and zero suspension. We'll look at the fight and kind of figure out how we got there and what can come out of that because it's an ugly situation. The NBA is that it's a, well, it's ceremonial halfway point. They'll get going again this I week. Know, yeah. Where are we? Well, it, things took a turn with the thumb. You know, Chris Paul's going to be out six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they've built up an eight, nine game lead for the number one overall seed in the West. So, you know, maybe Devin Booker and Aiton and those guys can hold off Golden State, hold off Memphis, because Chris isn't going to be back until April, right when the playoffs are going to start. And they've worked so hard to get that one seed. So that, that to me, it took a turn. And then, of course, now you got James Harden in Philly. So there's some things we definitely got to look at going toward the second half. The Spurs, I know Pledge feels like they're going to make the playoffs. He's off the tank boat. <laughs> and now he's saying they're going to make the playoffs. So a lot to talk about and un- unwrap for the second half of the season. We'll get that going a little after 8 o'clock. There is a bear in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> this is known crazy. as Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank. What is Hank Ha do- ha, very funny is my uh, quote there. Until he's at your door. There's a uh, there's this giant 500 pound bear. Is it the normally it's the black bears? Is this is it this is a black, big old black bear? Black by, bear by yeah. everybody's um, in California that is responsible for upwards of 30 homes broken into. They know who it is, and it's kind of a joke. It ain't. I, fun. That's uh-huh. not, I don't think it's that's not funny uh, to me. There's a 500 pound bear lurking. Not funny to me. Did you ever see that John Candy movie where uh, the great outdoors where he's out with the tells the story of the bear with the I, I of course I've a, seen it now my memory of it is you know limited but I've seen that of course I've seen the great outdoors so Hank the Tank in fact exists and this is one of those stories that we laugh about now but at some point could end awfully and it seems like I'll talk about it then I don't want to mess it up today's a worthy celebration day. What, 2 22, 22, and as such, you should have a margarita. It's National Margarita Day. It is also Donda 2, Kanye's album, at the IMAX. They have it at San Antonio. I don't know. Now, I don't know if that means they're going to play the songs. There's going to be videos, but I know the Donda 2 release is going to be at the IMAX, Rob. Let's go. There's some culture. There's some. uh, (laughs) Let's go, Rob. There's some cancel culture in the wind. The, the stalking of of his ex you know what, is Rob? getting a little creepy, man. It's getting it's, a little weird. Uh, Better go see Donda quick. Yeah, man. It might disappear fast because I don't see this ending without it's some weird. sort of court order. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> He's way too involved in this. Yeah, it's weird. It is definitely weird. See? AD takes at your liquor. He wants to go with me. Let's go, Rob. Well, let's, let's go. go see let's Donda go. Too. But you know, what, what I have found in my life is you don't, in most instances, you don't want to see the sausage made. What? You don't want to oh, see yeah, 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 for sure. what goes on behind the scenes because he's a genius. I don't think anybody um, will question that musically he is music, on a okay. different wavelength. And, and it, it is the, I see, don't want to use reserve, the wrong term. It is the mania. It is the other things that are symptoms of this genius. And and I think give him this genius. But look, I, I don't. I, I like Yay Rob, but I reserve genius for the person who invented the oven and the car. Oh, I, I, and the microwave. I, I'm like, not a, you cannot be a fan and call him a genius. No, no, I'm a fan. I just think genius is throw, like genius is like the iPad. <laughs> You know what I'm well, saying? Like in the fashion, I mean, think about what this cat has done. Like touch screen. 
Like, well, can you because, call, can you not call the Yeezys an iPad in the fashion world? Because there was no ooh, such thing as this. Ooh, you just dropped a dime. Um, look, he saved Adidas. Adidas was a soccer brand. Yes. They had ugly basketball shoes and he made them a urban culture brand, like a, a fashion brand and things that people wanted to wear daily. He turned it into billions. And then did musically, not, maybe not now. No, no, no. First but, of all, if you, I watched the documentary, like when you watch his plight and his come up, musically, he is definitely super, super, super gifted genius. and he's ahead of time. He's always ahead of his time. Ah, genius is a strong word to me. Like, I, I don't know. I, you know how I parse genius? Like this, what? I, I parse genius that you are so good at something to the, to the default of others. You, you, you're so good. You're like, Bill Gates is, or whoever. No, what's his name? Facebook guy. I think that's probably a more Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. 99% of his brain is see, kind of on this, and it's always on this. And see, that other 1% makes him weird. You see the coding? Like to code for Facebook, like that's to me is genius level. But I think but, you can be, I think we do have to sector it. Like Tom Brady is a genius at quarterback. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Kanye is a genius at uh, fashion forward and music. And okay. music, this combination. Okay, it's such, okay. I if we're just so keeping it fashion and music, okay. That it, you're it, right. It, to the rest of his life, for whatever the, you know, I believe that he's been diagnosed as bipolar. I don't want to assign that to him. Yeah, I don't but know. There, there's obviously I think a, you're right. a, a medical issue, whatever for that sure. is. And I think that fuels that. And I think that's the reason <clears> he is that is because of this. I don't think he would be a genius at what he is, but for the other stuff that he deals with. I think it's part of this whole pie that makes wow. him that. I think there's a lot of guys like that. You know, you talk about Einstein drinking or sleeping three hours a day. That's crazy. That's that's crazy people stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that mania fueled the genius, I think. What, who else you got as a musical genius? Like off the top. Jackson comes to mind. I don't think you have Prince, to actually be I think a performer. Prince, I think Prince. I think Prince, Prince was an utter he genius. He played all the instruments, wrote all the music. I think Rick Ross is an utter genius. Name one genius that ain't crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. When that genius, it takes away from that whole part of the pie that makes us average human beings, and they become non-average because of the genius, because they're missing part of that stuff that makes us normal. <laughs> you know? No, think you, of any genius you've ever known. And they're not all. They're, they might be interesting. But it's not the kind of person you want to hang around with all the time. Ooh, Stevie Wonder's a Steve, good one. Uh, let's, uh, um, Barry Gordy, musical genius. Oh, uh, Quint, to, Quincy Jones. Uh, Quincy, Quincy Jones, Jones musical is definitely genius. musical genius. Who's the producer that, that spanned all these different genres? That did like David Bowie and Janet Jackson. Who was this guy? Mm. There was, I can picture him. He's got the dreads, played bass with, uh, I forget the name of the band. I so think that guy is a one genius. of our early birds, though. And just a kind of a cross-platform producer, Jimmy Iovine, I think, is a, a genius. Oh, as well. Rick Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin, that's genius. Rick Rubin. Yeah, good ones, I've been. Rick Rubin definitely so, over there. There's geniuses out there. I love this show. <laughs> I really do, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. You think this was good? Wait till Dre? we actually talk about real. Yeah, Dre is a genius. Yes, for sure. But the, okay, can we separate though? Genius and perfect timing. There's two different things here. I think there 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 are some guys that catch the perfect that timing, but then if you can the if you can Neil Perry, I don't know him, but if you can expand Singer. it over decades, yeah, then the I main, think we have to roll. We have to keep you in the genius lane if it goes over decades, because there's definitely producers. Again, I'm only a hip hop guy that just were lightning in a bottle, but yeah. Anyway, I love this show. Yeah, you think it's good now. Wait till you get the headlines. Wait yeah. till you know what's really going on. <laughs> Things will greatly improve.
We're going to get your headlines, and then after that, we're talking Aaron Rodgers. The the Instas were flying last night. What does it Dude. mean? Hold on. Here it comes. It's the 411 in the 210. Here's the 411 in the 210. Headline 2. Let's skip over the political stuff and get right to brass tacks yes, of how Russia and Ukraine affect sports. The Ooh. Champion League final could be moved from Russia amid Ukraine tension, sources tell ESPN. UEFA are exploring contingency plans to move this season's Champions League final from St. Petersburg amid concerns of the possibility of a military conflict between Russia and Ukraine, sources have told ESPN. The stadium, which was built as a centerpiece of Russia's hosting of the 2018 World Cup, is due to stage the 2022 Champions League final on May 28th, becoming only the second Russian city to host the biggest game in football following Moscow's staging of the 2008 final between Manchester United and Chelsea. What are we waiting on? I mean, what are they talking about? We're thinking about it. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you mean you're thinking about moving it? Just say we're moving oh, the, it. Yeah, but they're not going to play anything in St. Petersburg. It's not going to happen. That's because we're not going to fight. All we can do is lob sanctions. Yeah, I'm, I don't want you to go in the woods, Rob. I don't want you to go in the woods. We play, we play it safe here. Yeah. I'm a guy that just gets up, goes to work, does his thing. I don't really pay attention to the outside world as much as I should. Should I be worried about World War III? Uh, no. Okay. Worry about how good. much gas is about to go up. Okay. I can handle that. That is I can I can walk. Because that's the price we're going to pay. We are not. We don't want to fight this fight. Okay, None good. of us do. I don't. I don't okay. think any of us want American boys to go fight what Ukrainian boys should be fighting. Okay. As long, um, I, I trust you. I, I don't think this is a no. But okay. I do think that there is pain imminent. Okay. Unless we can back things off, I think gas prices could hit. I've seen estimates of five dollars a gallon. Oh no, that's different. I might be doing the show from home. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, <laughs> if I live on if, Petrico, if, if there are some like, things might that need, need to, to be the- eased, uh, but it, the greater Putin knows exactly what he's doing here. I mean, a war could cause the inflation's about to spiral. Um, we could deal with some more shortages. He's threatening. I can't imagine in the long run if this is more than just a dust up. So but now World War III, I just sure? can't imagine. I okay. think that we all. But I don't want to say you sure. I'm just saying what you're against. Leadership in the world right now that I'm not sure anybody wants to step up and fill. Okay. And so we'll see. This is it's frightening times for sure. Do it on. All right, moving but, on. Uh, you know, good answers is all we got. You made me feel better because people like to scare us. Oh, he's a scary cat. Yeah. Amid talk of player boycotts, the NFL scouting combine amends events COVID-19 policies and procedures. The NFL combine on Monday night sent a memo to all prospective NFL players that attending next month's annual pre-draft event in Indianapolis, revisiting its policies and procedures regarding COVID-19 policies. The memo obtained by ESPN's Adam Schefter focuses on mask wearing for both the players and medical personnel, as well as defining the event's secure areas, key points of contention among players' agents. The memo landed just hours after potential player boycotts made news Monday morning. Sources told ESPN's Dan Graziano that a group of player agents were threatening to organize a boycott of certain key elements of the combine if its concerns about COVID-19 bubble continued to be ignored. I just don't understand why the combine is even a thing. (laughs) Not only that, it's just, why would the combine act more bubbly than any other thing we're doing? Like, we're at we're at all games. We're at the Super Bowl, 100,000 deep. We're at NBA games. But the combine, we're going to go back to 2020 type 
venue like or i don't i don't i don't know why would it, this is a thing do you think it really is the thing is this really the reason for the fight i don't know do what do you think COVID it is protocols are is the reason this is happening or are the agents like this who has ever really benefited from the con there's been guys that benefited rob you there's been guys that, there's been a few guys the, that like pope the, the 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 defensive lineman pope comes to mind there's guys that i think dk metcalf benefited from it he was already good but i think his combine helped I, I do think it helps some guys in some situations. And I, and I think if you take that away from the guy that's fifth, sixth, seventh round, I think it could hurt some guys. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the percentage. I don't know if the percentage is high, Rob. But I do think there are some guys that feel like they need it. I think that, no, I think the, the combine and the concept of gathering together the athletes to be tested, especially from schools that we haven't seen, right. has its role. But the combine as we know it is more about TV. Oh yes, yeah, it's the a money. It's the NFL Network money know, grab. It's more about the Under Armour gear and wow, all, the, all the stuff. I mean, you could have point. three of these things across around the country, and guys from Jackson State and Emporia U, and all the ones that where the Julian Edelmans come from. You'll find them. Good I mean, point. you could have smaller things around, and I think a lot of NFL teams would prefer to have those private and smaller workouts because you Pro might days. actually find that diamond instead of everybody gathering with all these TVs and seeing this guy that like you were just talking about a defensive lineman that might not have but for a, a fast 40 do you feel like you feel the same about pro day i think pro days is really the most valuable well the, the, a, a combination of the two because i think we put there's game tape is for me the most important thing yeah like game tape i need lots and lots of game tape uh, game tape to me is the most That's, valuable and not highlights there's a big difference i don't need highlights i need game tape i need hours and hours but of just, watching you do that that's what i'm saying about the combine i feel like sometimes at the combine it's like wow this dude stood out now let me go watch his game tape maybe i had exactly no and i think that there's a place for those like i know that they've they've added or at least improved the quality of the historically black university combines they're, they're going to do something specific to that i think there's still avenues for that i mean it's not like they can figure nobody out. is unheralded completely so you Somebody just feel like the combine is a money grab. It's a money grab. 90% money yeah, grab. Yeah, and I think that at the end of the day is what it is. And the, the agents know that. And, you know, the, the top 10 guys are only going to come and show up for a little bit. They ain't running. All they can do is hurt themselves. And for the most right. part, the top 10 guys, they might throw but not lift. They might weigh but not jump. Agreed. You know what I mean? So, Agreed. for the most part, do we know any of these types? No. So... No. <laughs> That's why Under Armour and the, the pageantry is more important than the, the guys actually running the 40. Moving on. I, I think it's Headline Zero. Medina Spirit stripped of Kentucky mm. Derby victory and trainer Bob Baffett suspended 90 days. Monday's decision by the Kentucky Der Horse Racing Commission makes Medina Spirit the second horse in the 146-year history of the race to be disqualified mm. for a banned substance. The first was Dancer's Image in 1968, a decision that gave forward past the victory. The only disqualification was in 2019 when maximum security was penalized because of interference giving Country House the win. Following an announcement by the racing stewards, Churchill Down issued a statement declaring Mandolin the Kentucky Derby winner and congratulating owner and breeder Judmort Farms, trainer Brad Cox, and jockey Florent Garot. Cox becomes the first Louisville native to win the most famous race in the sport, and Mandolin's owners wow. will receive the $1.8 million winner purse. Um, so this 90-day suspension takes him out of this year's Kentucky Derby because the Kentucky yes. Derby is the beginning of May. 
Rob, does does horse racing feel like it cannot operate without Baffert? Because why is he still around? Why is he still around? I mean, this is there's been this isn't the first time his name has come up with stuff like this. So why do they keep him around? Do they just they need him? I guess, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew horse racing. I know this. Yeah. It, until there's some sort of national organization overseeing the different and varied drug laws or rules inside of horse racing, the fact that this you heard what Carl said. This is only the second time in the history. I know. And Baffert gets 90 days and a $7,500 And wh- that's only in Kentucky. Keep in mind, he can have horses run, and he can be standing in the paddock in every other state. Only in Kentucky. Oh, so only Kentucky is yeah, out. Yeah, there's no national. So he can race in Cali. Well, why? Yeah, because Cali has different standards, different right. rules, different things. And until there's a national kind of... He's not out... At, it's only happened twice in the history of this game, and he gets a $7,500 fine. And his excuse was, keep in mind, that he, the horse was found injected with a steroid that is used to ease pain and swelling. That's why it's normally used. Now, it has some other off-market uses, and one of them, I guess, is evidently treating rashes. So what is Baffert and his veterinarian's response to this? No, we rubbed some some of this stuff on the horse's butt. It had a rash. Mm. So there's nothing else that it could treat legit. this? Well, you know, and you also go, <laughs> if the horse was sore, why wouldn't you give him something to ease the pain? You know, that's... Some of me goes, hey, if he was limping around hurt, seems like the nice thing to do would to ease the pain. Give him a little bit of glucosamine chondroitin, as it were, to kind of ease the, the joint stiffness. But it's just not enough, man. No. He's going to appeal it, by the way. Well, of course he is. But I think the I think we're all pretty comfortable in the fact that this horse tested positive for something that is not allowed. Whether you use it that way or not, you did. And they got you. And maybe they're chasing you now because they know you're dirty. This comes with a price. I mean, it's a lot of money on the line, man. Forget the race. Forget the 1.8. The money is in the stud, the stud fees or baby fees or whatever the case may be. So that's where the money's at. And that's and when you win, there's way more than 1.8 comes along with it. So I might, I might, I ain't gonna sit here and lie and say, not tell you, I might not cheat a little bit if I had to, because I think horse racing is one of those sports where I think a lot of people are doing it, and then you just roll the dice, and some get caught, some don't. It feels that way. It feels like cycling. Cycling. Yeah. It's just everybody's on it. It's just the worst that it get caught. Right. Moving on. Do you, how often do you gamble on horses? That's Never. Four one one. Never two. I used to gamble on. The, I used to go down to Corpus and do the dogs. Here comes Breezy. And they'd be chasing that rabbit. I did that a couple of times, but I've too. never been a horse race guy. I don't, I don't want to do all that research. Do you have, do you at any point, even knowing this about Baffert and obviously others? And also let's throw in there the, the ongoing issue with horses dying in, in California at oh that one gosh, race. That was horrible. You know, at so, that one track. Yeah. Do you question at all the security of the race itself? Do you feel like at any point when you watch the Kentucky Derby that juicing is fixing the race? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Does that play into you not being a horse guy, or is it? A, it's just not. It I don't follow it enough, and not only that. Now, this is one thing I will say, Rob. Baffert's the only name I know in horse racing. Though. Yep. The oh, I can't name a jockey. I can't name an owner. I can't name another trainer. And, so he's doing something right. And, and in horse racing, because it's the transient I nature. I want to go, Philip. Trust me. We and we, Rob are going Oh, the day. Kentucky Derby. Well, Rob's already been with EA Sports. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Fancy Dancy. No, okay. the, you have been though. Yeah, the trans. But you think about when you 
the horse racing thing, you get a star. You have to have a new star every year. Yes. So Baffert being the manager who's the consistent, I can see why. Because the names change every year. There is no it's never back to back. Medina Spirit. I can't wait to see him run this year as a five year old. You don't give a crap by this point. You really don't. You know, unless, no, you're, right. unless you're a degenerate yeah. railbird, and that's not being a degenerate. Unless not that's degenerate. Just it's just your thing. You like it, right? Hey, coming back. Aaron Rodgers got on the Instas last night. Was he saying goodbye? Does he think his assist his uh, backup quarterbacks are uneducated and need to read? We'll look at what he sent and what it might actually mean. And then the Jawan Howard issue with Michigan. Did he get enough? Was it too much? We'll talk about the the, the fight at the Michigan-Wisconsin game. Hang around with us. we got so much to do. And, oh, by the way, we got Kevin Hart tickets all week long. Yes, we do. The Re- Reality Check Tour coming to San Antonio in August. we got tickets all week. You might want to stay tuned. I'm not going to give you a time, but we might be giving away tickets today, but we'll certainly have them all week long. Hang with us. You're on R&R in the morning, and this is San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. R and R in the morning. The morning zoo. Indeed. He's Rudy. I'm Rob. Carl, who is this? Is this just standard bed music? Friday night. Friday night. Wow. That is all I know. I, I'm assuming James made this. Sure. It might be called the song. Might be called "Damned Things." That sounds or, right. Okay. Yeah. And I think Friday night is the band. Sounds like something from Karate Kid. It does. Sounds like something from Cobra Kai. That's it. Fight scene. Cobra Kai fight scene at school. So I awake this morning to see uh, that Aaron Rodgers has used social media yet again to confuse people. Well, keep in mind he's on. Keep in mind he's also on. uh, He goes on McAfee today. Oh, here we go. So we'll get some clarification with the uh, tank top wearing. McAfee's been off. Since Super Bowl, I think so. McAfee's return is today, so I guess this gives them content and makes McAfee more of a crazy man, a than rock he is. star. Yeah, it's for real. Uh, I, I'm begrudgingly in admiring of him. Me too. Me too. Me too. All right. So last night, Aaron Rodgers in an Instagram post, essentially, it appeared uh, saying goodbye. Yes. Not so much to the Packers, but everybody he's worked with. Yeah, he's had some words for his ex. I, Cliff Notes. Shailene, that's her name, Rob? Shailene. Is that Shailene? This is, do you have the Shailene yeah, part of this? Yeah, thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple months after we met. Oh and finally letting me catch up to you and be a part of your life. Ah! Yeah, what is this crap, what dude? <laughs> thanks for always having my back. For the incredible kindness you show me, oh everyone you meet, and for showing me what unconditional love looks like. I love you. I'm grateful ah! for you. <laughs> to the men I share QB room with every day, Matt, Nathaniel, Luke, Jordan, you guys made every day so much fun. I'm so thankful for the daily laughs. To the Friday crew, loved every moment we got to spend together this year. Your love and support are overwhelming. I cherish the friendships I've made with each of you. <laughs> To my teammates, past and current, you're the icing on the beautiful cake we call our job. Aaron was high. 
football, the friendships that we will have transcend our collective time. I love you guys. Cherish the memories to everyone else. Spread love and gratitude, you beautiful people. And read a book once in a while, too, while you're at it. <laughs> you idiots. Love and peace. So, Dude, when you I think don't know of if me, it was wine. I'll be that breeze through your hair. Yeah. I will be the sun on your face when you're a little down. Dude, I don't know if it was wine. I don't know if it was CBD Delta 8. I don't know if it was weed. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I'm guilty of it. I have drunk posts here and there. I never put my fingers through anybody's hair in my drunk post, but I don't know. See, it sounds like goodbye to, and he posts all pictures of all of his old teammates. He posted pictures of him hugging Shailene. Um, I don't know if it's goodbye or it's just sometimes you just want to give people their flowers. Is this just Aaron giving, you know, Shailene, he's missing his lady. He got in his feelings. He wanted to give his teammates the flowers. It's, it's franchise tag day. Again, this is Aaron. He's a different cat. So when I initially saw this, Minnick sent it to me last night. And I read it and I was like, oh, he's gone. I tried to tell Rob he's gone. And then I slept on it and I wake up and then I'm reading it again. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, he, he's gone, man. I mean, I've always, I stood by the fact he's gone. This is the, we're in the era of I want to see other things. I don't want to be here for 20 years. Like, this is the era we're in now. But... I've been on this on every turn, every turn from the very beginning, Rudy. <laughs> I, I was wrong at every turn. Are you? Does this read like he's gone, dude? I see. I my brain says yes, but I've been wrong at every turn. <laughs> I mean, when I thought he was staying, he's leaving. When I thought he was leaving, he's staying. Well, I thought he was marrying this girl. I thought it was a done deal that this dude Denver. was all in. And then I see these weird, well, the rarest gift you can give is love. I love you no matter what, just as you are, and you always are forgiven. I expect nothing and am grateful for everything. I give you the truth only and always. You are learning in the perfect way. Give this gift yourself first. What the hell are you talking about? Thanks for dude? letting me chase you for the first. I respect that, though. I respect that line. Thanks for letting me chase you the first couple months because in this world we live in and you're Aaron Rodgers, normally you don't have to chase so the chase makes you more intrigued. So I appreciate that line. But why do I have to know about it? Well, see, Rob, you from a di we, you're not from the not IG just. era. I didn't think he was either. <laughs> I thought he was with me. What since when are in you the, doing this? In the IG era, Rob, it doesn't count unless you put it on social. Like, why haven't you posted us? Oh my gosh. Why haven't you posted us? I will forever live Is by that the real, credo. Girl? Is that a real thing? It's a real thing, right? Like, we're together. Why haven't you posted us? Especially in that world where you're celebrities. Yeah, I guess. I have to use Carl as my barometer here. I really do. Me too. Because I just I, I, I live by the axiom, better to be thought a fool than speak and prove it. I just, you know, I, I just kind of <laughs> live by oh, that. Yeah, you do. You're big on that. <laughs> because, dude, I don't need to know this about you, man. Why? You know, you got one of your boys and you find something like, dude, did you really do this? Did you really say that? Yes, he really said it. <laughs> Are you mad that he said it? No, I'm mad that I know it. I'm, I, I'm not mad that he said it. I just don't want to know. I don't care on any spectrum. The only thing that's weird is I don't know why he threw Shailene in there. I mean, you know, it's his it's his post. Do what you want to do. I just don't know how she fits into saying good, 
saying it, it was it felt like a goodbye to his teammates mm-hmm. and everybody that he's worked with but i i don't know how they fit i don't get the correlation unless like you said he was just in his feelings <laughs> what kind was, of music you think he was listening to because some um you think he had some some kind of cr- sad cry in your beer music he may he may have man i don't know aaron is a different cat that's why i can't i can't 100 percent say this is him leaving even though i've stood by that i think he is I don't know what that was last night now that I read it for the third time. Because, again, I said I read it last night when Minnick sent it to me. Then I was listening to radio. Then I read it again this morning when we were prepping. And then reading it again now, I'm like, what is this? A desperate plea for help? And then I I don't know. I I guess I got to hear what he has to say on McAfee today. Because McAfee's going to ask him. He's the only person in the world that gets everything and anything from Aaron. I mean, he showed... He showed McAfee his feet. I love her, dude. I miss her, dude. He misses his girl. I know that. That that read like a man that's hurt. Yep. Like, damn, man, we used to, our show is on tonight, and she's not here. I miss her, man. You know, you don't even feel right watching Netflix. Shailene! Don't do Aaron like that. That's one of the greatest QBs ever, and you're trashing him because he's showing his I love. I give you truth and only and always. Give this gift to yourself, Shailene. That's I miss kinda, you. It's kind of prolific. Not really. Moving on. <laughs> we, we, we don't even. We made fun of the post and didn't even get into who needs him. Should he decide to leave? I can't get past it. He was listening to Fish. There you go. The, the, the eight and a half minute song. Rod Stewart. I miss her, man. Brian Adams. There you go. Kiss. Kiss a Rose by Seal. I love you no matter what, just as you are. <laughs> Pink Floyd. And you're always you forgiven. Ask, why did you ask this? I've got like seven <laughs> artists who was listening to Boston. <laughs> Pink Floyd. Why did you put this out there? You know how he the early tripping. birds are. He's not. He's sad, Bro, man. He's in his feelings. We met Jake Plummer. Oh, Jake Plummer. <laughs> Mushrooms are a thing. <laughs> Mushrooms are a thing. We met Jake Plummer. He gave us a mushroom bar. Yes, he did. And Ryan Eagle smashed it, and I was like looking at him, like waiting and, his, and waiting, uh, and it never happened. He was like, "No, it's not one of those. It wasn't one of those mushroom bars." For those of you who have not seen Jake, let's take a break. I want I want, uh, I want to describe Jake Plummer <laughs> to those that might have missed the video. I hate that you asked this. Why did you ask this question? We're going to be getting these the rest of the show. Oh, we'll be right back. This is R and R Speedwagon. Ario Speedwagon. All right. I don't know them. You don't? No. It, when you hear them, you go, oh, yeah. He was listening to Audio oh, okay. Speedway. Got you. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. This is Joe Reinagle on your home for everything that matters in sports. San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. R&R in the morning. Aaron wasn't listening to this. <laughs> You don't listen to this and write sweet love notes. Ario Speedwagon. Remember man, writing man. notes? Remember that when we yes, used to write notes man. and see her in the hallway the and pass OG that tweet. note? Yes. Pass the note off to her? It was always kind of depressing when you made it back to class <laughs> and you didn't have a note. Yeah. Like, or man, circle I was yes, expecting no. some correspondence. Circle yes, no, maybe. And then there was the ever-popular... Candygram, just the uh, what's that? You didn't have candygrams where they sent you little notes during. You can uh-uh. like spend a dollar and they deliver a piece of candy. No, 
fundraiser in our school. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, th- we just monetize note passing. Yeah. If we can't stop it, we might as well make some money off of it. <laughs> Fund the PTA so we can buy some new helmets. Uh, we were talking Aaron Rodgers, and we really didn't get into the crux of this. So, and the real question, apart from how much had he had to drink and how much in love is he with Shailene, right. was where is he going to go and who needs him most? We'll look at that in the 9 o'clock hour. Okay. Coming back, NBA begins its ceremonial second half, though we are well past that. The injury to Chris Paul does affect the landscape of the West. Absolutely. LeBron James is imminent to exit the boat that he has, in fact, collapsed. Capsized. He built it. The captain is not allowed to get off. Did you watch Titanic, LeBron? You have to go down. The captain sat there in the captain's seat, bro. You don't get to jump ship. You got to go down with the band. I tell you something, but we don't have time. We'll be back. Got a lot to talk about. This is R&R in the morning, and you're on San Antonio Sports (laughs) Star. It's only going to get better. We promise. You're on ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3. KZDC, San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Uh. Rob Thompson, Rudy J. R&R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Late as always. Good morning, good morning. He's Rudy, I'm Rob. We delay the clock. It's not anybody's fault but mine. Too much to get into that last hour. So much to do later. He's Carl Schoenig doing his best. Keep me wrangled in this hour. We're looking at the NBA. We'll get back to uh, where should Aaron Rodgers go? Where's the place that he has to land? Because due diligence requires, I would say, 28 of the NFL teams, 30 <laughs> of the NFL teams should at least make the call. You're going to kick the tires. Everybody should, right? But who should really be all in on this? Because it appears that uh, Aaron's on the market in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, we had some in- an interesting all-star weekend. I guess the news of the weekend was, first, it was all about LeBron and the plight he finds himself over, huh? But Chris Paul's injury, while I don't think it affects who will probably win the championship, it does affect the West because I do believe that that Phoenix started this season with a plan. We're going to have home court all the way through. Right. We're going to have home court. The reason we're not, we didn't get a chance last year is we needed home court. We need home court. Right. All the way through. And with Chris Paul being out for four to six weeks, it certainly isn't going to help. You look to the West, we're going to see the hardened addition to the 76ers. My goodness. When is he starting? Well, they they said it would be after. I expect to see him this week. I don't know. I have to look that up. I don't know. Oh, well, he's dealing with the hammy. Yes. Ben, ben is dealing with mental, and Harding is dealing with the hammy. So who knows? The I, hammy. Yeah. I, yeah, the hammy. They told us before the All-Star game that they were going to rest him for the game. And uh, make a decision soon after. And we're going to see that well, they're going to be picking up, what, tomorrow night? First game back mm-hmm. tomorrow night? So in the East, as we sit today in the ceremonial midpoint, the Heat stand in first place in a tie with the Bulls. We saw Zach Levine over the weekend. He played a little bit, like Which, 11 minutes. Some, I didn't think he was going to play much. That was just one of those things where, like, hey, man, I don't know how many times I'm going to be an all-star, so let me make sure I get out here. And but if him. you were a Bulls fan, I'd be a little nervous. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted him out there. Uh, the 76ers come in in third place. Now they added Harden to that. The Cavaliers in the surprising season in fourth. 
the Bucks feel like they're just playing possum, treading water. Yeah, they're just trying fifth. to stay. They, 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 they're not coasting, but they know what needs to be done. The Celtics have had a remarkable last 10-game run. They went nine in a row. They lost their last one and gotten themselves up to fifth place. Um, then you followed up with the Raptors and the Nets in the eighth. The play-in, you're looking at the Hornets and the Hawks. Mm. Hornets? I like the Hornets. I would not want to play them in the first round. Where are they stand? Where, where are they? Where well, they're going to be in the play-in. Oh, okay. They'll be in that. As they sit right now, they're at ninth place. Okay. Two games back of the Nets, and the Nets ain't dropping anymore. No. I think once they get Ben back, they're going to be pretty safe in the eighth and going to rise. And the Hawks, I don't know if they even plan on making the playoffs. They, they're a lot, they feel a lot like the Spurs sitting there at 10th. They'd like so, to be close. Still so disappointed in the Hawks. They didn't handle success well at all. It's, I mean, yeah. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals. But it was kind of a perfect storm to get there. They got to play an obviously flawed Nick team. You know, they they had an easy path there. They overpaid Collins. They had some holes that needed to be filled to maintain, and they didn't. It looks like they overpaid Collins now, but at the time, everyone agreed. Oh, I agree. Right. I would have paid him. Spurs would have dropped just a little bit more. I think Collins would have been a spur. And they'd have, if they could have paid. In the West, the Suns hold the lead with a nice uh, six-game lead over a six-and-a-half-game lead over the Warriors, forty-eight and ten. Suns, Warriors, Grizz at third, one game or a couple of games behind the uh, Grizzlies. The Jazz, no Ingles for the rest of the season. Sit at thirty-six traded. and twenty-two. Hurt? No, he hurt. He got hurt, they're, but they traded. Yeah, no Ingles, so they're done, or he's done. Mm-hmm. Mavs, surprising. What's surprising about them? I think the Mavs are surprisingly good. I think we I like to the give Spencer, Jason Kidd some trips. I like the Spencer Dinwiddie pickup since Hardaway Jr. is out for the the, re- the remainder of the season. I think he's a he, he fills that role perfectly, like a guy that can get you twenty plus a mm-hmm. night if need be. You know, if Luca's getting double team or what have you. So yeah, even though Luca's a ball hog, ball hog, ball hog. Well, no. Jason Kidd, when Jason Kidd first got there, he said, "Hey, we're going to be successful." Luca is going to have to share the ball. Now, I don't know how Luca took that, but well, uh, respect. They are thirty-five and twenty-four, seven and three in their last ten. They won two in a row before the break. They're a team that's finding themselves, and they got better with Dinwiddie. Uh, the Nuggets maintain there at sixth. The T Wolves at seventh. And they can. They got the. That's the team I wouldn't champ- want to play. Uh, they're young. I'm not saying that they're going to win a series, but it's going to be. They'll be a tough out. You got to deal with Cat. You got to deal with Anthony Edwards. It's a solid basketball team. The Clips come in at eighth place at thirty and thirty-one, and then the Lakers sit at twenty-seven and thirty-one, three wow. and seven in their last ten. Wow. At ninth place, looking at the play and to play against the Dameless Trailblazers at twenty-five and thirty-four. Spurs sit at eleventh, just a couple of games back behind uh, Portland into the playoff scenario. And I'm tending to believe what James is saying because I think underneath the Spurs, Pelicans, Kings, Thunder, and Rockets. It is a chase to the bottom. It's a race to the bottom. Mm. Now, they're even with the Pelicans right now. That's what I was telling them, but I feel like the Spurs are better than New Orleans. I do, too. But, they I mean, your record is, you are what your record is, of the famous words from Bill Parcells. But I do think they're better than the Pelicans, and I think they're trending upward. Spurs 5-5 five and five in their last 10 and really had a disappointing week before the All-Star game, though. 
I think the All-Star weekend for the Spurs I would quantify as an unmitigated success. It was so nice watching. I know you had a good chance to talk about it yesterday, Rudy. But no, we got to talk have about an All-Star there that wasn't sullen sitting on the bench and not interviewed. DeJounte drank the weekend in, which I appreciated. I mean, it wasn't. No, he, and he looked like he belonged. That was, what I, the, my, that was my takeaway. One, I didn't know he was going to get 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a little bit less. But the, his time out there, or whatever, I can't remember how many minutes he played, but he had, uh, he had a good showing. And he, you know, threw the shot off the backboard, caught a lob. He did his thing, man. I was proud of DeJounte. Took his daughter with him. Had a nice little moment there with David Robinson. Dave was like, hey, your daddy's breaking all my records. I was like, whoa, Dave. But, yeah, I I thought it was a good look for San Antonio. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a good look for DeJounte. And he seemed genuinely um, excited about it and said he wants to make more of him. He doesn't want to be a one-hit wonder. And don't discount the importance of the networking from one star to another. What you talking about him? What's up, Carl? Recruiting. Dejounte actually played twenty seven minutes and had seventeen points, points. and yeah. five assists and five rebounds. That's what I meant. He acquitted Sorry, himself good well. Up. I mean, I know a lot of these guys didn't want to play. They wanted to get their minutes in and sit down. Jimmy Butler played less than ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, there was there's a method to the madness. But what he did do was look good doing it. Looked uh, appropriately excited to be there. Wasn't the sullen Kawhi. It wasn't the Lamarcus. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, LaMarcus was LaMarcus game is weird for an all-star game. Kawhi's game is weird for an all-star game. But I think that the networking, you know, if you talk up your team, it's an opportunity to talk to the other all-stars, spend some time, talk about your life, and really get it. And, you know, you see a happy player someplace, you always might consider that when it comes time to be a free agent, True. especially if you're having to deal with free agency without a pop, which seems to be imminent. Dwayne Rock Johnson is the owner of the XFL. Not just a Super Bowl hype man anymore. The NFL and the XFL have announced a partnership that was uh, a long time in coming for several leagues. The XFL has finally secured the beginnings of what might be a long-term relationship with the NFL. How important is that to the league that is kicking off this spring? We'll talk NFL-XFL partnership, what it means to players as far as safety, and what it means for the longevity of a startup spring league. Another attempt is coming, and The Rock is behind it. And it seems like they've taken the best first step. But before we go there, let's get your headlines. It is time for the 411 and the 210. Here's the 411 in the 210. Headline 2. Goran Dragic is joining the Brooklyn Nets for the rest of the season. The free agent guard is signing with the Brooklyn Nets. His agent, Bill Duffy of BDA Sports, told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Dragic has began the season. Dragic began the season with the Raptors before he was sent to the Spurs at the trade deadline, and subsequently had his contract bought out. He played five games for Toronto this season before he and the Raptors came to an agreement that allowed him to work away from the team until the trade deadline could be fa- until a trade could be found. Yeah. I mean, why not? Does it? Well, this is good for yeah. the games that Kyrie can't play. Right for now. I know Silver's working with Kyrie to figure out why he can't get at home and when are they going to lift his band. But if Kyrie's not going to be able to play at home, Drogic is a solid fill-in if he can stay healthy. Drogic's another guy that, for whatever reason, he's always hurt. So if he can stay healthy, it's just a solid pickup. It's just good depth, which is what you need to beat the Bucks Because that's, cha- that's who they're chasing. You're chasing the Bucks, and the Bucks beat everybody off. Of de- One, they have Giannis. Two, they have the depth. So that's all this is. 
It's also, I get it. I like it. And it's also to keep him from the Bucks because the Bucks tried to get him. The Lakers tried to get him as well. So sometimes these guys are like, I don't know how we're going to use them, but I don't want them in Milwaukee. Let's throw our hat in the ring. It's also good to be a team where these kind of vets gravitate. Right. You know, when you're a contender, the vets are going to go like, ah, oh, that's my best chance to win. It is. I'll take less money. I'll sit on the bench. I'll do what I need to do just to walk away with the ring. It's good to be there. And he helps the team. No, for sure. He can play. He was solid for Miami in the bubble. Remember, he got hurt in the bubble right before the finals. Mm-hmm. But he was solid for Miami. Just cost too much. Don't need to do much. No. Get out there. Get over half court. Swing it to Jimmy. Or excuse me. Swing it to KD. If the ball makes it back to you, knock down open jump shot. No, we didn't get to Simple. it. Simple. And I guess we should do it now. Right now, who do you like coming out of the East? I'm going to stick with the champs. I'm going to go with the Sixers. I think I got to see that work first. I, I'm going to have to see it too, but I think Embiid is about to turn it up a notch, and Harden is going to be the quintessential high pick and roll dude. Embiid's about to become a a force to be reckoned with. I think you'll have more room to operate for sure. Gonna, and I think that they're going to have to be that way if they're going to try to beat Milwaukee. They're going to have to pound down low on yeah. that huge team. Moving on. Headline one. Judge rules Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson can be questioned under oath in nine civil cases. A judge in Houston ruled Monday that Deshaun Watson can face questions under oath in at least some of the 22 civil cases against him by women who have accused the Houston Texans quarterback of actions ranging from harassment to sexual assault during massage sessions. Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, filed a motion last week to delay Watson's deposition until after April 1st and argued Monday that such a delay would enable Watson's legal team to secure depositions with all 22 of the women who are suing Watson and also allow Watson the protection of knowing whether he will also face criminal charges. Watson's deposition was originally scheduled to begin as early as this week. Rusty Hart's about to make some money, earn his money, should I say. This is an interesting turn of events. Yeah, explain to me. We we talked about it during the pre-show. Explain to me why you feel like this is interesting. Because... The nine cases that the judge carved out are the nine that have not brought any criminal complaint against him. Okay. The others have brought a criminal complaint. So this is what Harden faces. He's going to have a client that is now going to sit down in depositions in a civil case and answer. And if he answers poorly, it could greatly affect... The criminal case. The criminal cases. So Rusty Harden is in a situation where he's going to have a client that will probably have to plead the fifth at some point during a civil trial. And you think that's bad look? It does not look good at all when you, it just doesn't. My brother, the attorney, likes to say, when you go to a trial, it's not about guilt or innocence, it's about spot the butthole. The butthole. Just spot whoever that is and, and whatever side the that person is, that's who loses at the end of the day. Mm. And if you're in a civil complaint and you're asked a question, you go, I'm not going to answer this on the grounds that it may incriminate me. It just doesn't look good. So he's going to be compelled to testify. There might not be a criminal case to be had right now. The DA might be sitting and just waiting just waiting to hear what happens in the deposition. Rusty Harden's in a difficult situation here. Moving on. Mm. Headline Zero. 
Michigan State coach Tom Izzo says college basketball shouldn't get rid of the handshake line. The suggestion to do away with the handshake line has come up after Juwan Howard hit Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabinoff in the face as tempers flared following Sunday's game. Quote from Izzo is, to me, that would be the biggest farce, a joke, ridiculous nature of anything I've ever heard, Izzo told reporters on Monday. We've already taught these poor 18-year-olds that when you're told to go to class and you don't like it, you can leave. We've already told these kids that if you're not happy, you can do something else. We've already told these kids that it's hard to hold them accountable. We've already told these coaches, y'all can leave when y'all want to leave and y'all getting $5 million a year. Damn, Tom. Uh, well, I would expect Tom Izzo to say nothing less. But we can do away with the handshake yes. line. We got to get into Jawan, but the handshake line at 20 years old is cheesy. You're grown men. Yeah, we don't, I, I can, let me say bye to who I want to say bye right. to. I, I think in high school, we still need to do it. I think you need to learn to separate some things. But what we have done, because we have commercialized college sports to the extent that it's no longer amateur, it's professional. We have to treat it as such. These guys, first of all, this will, this will happen again. It will. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Okay. And it's good that it hasn't, and I think it's appropriate that coaches want this to happen. But the fact is, if we want to treat it like it is an all-out war, if we want to treat it like it is do-all, it is rivalry, it is this, and then expect players to just turn it off, especially when they're modeling after their coaches, when they see their coach start throwing hands, you know, it's, it's just not a good look. So yeah. maybe... Maybe in the grand scheme, you don't have to shake hands. You get two minutes on the court. If you want to go say hi to somebody you knew or you played with at some point, you get an opportunity to. Maybe you force the coaches. You guys have to go shake hands at the end of the game. Maybe the coaches. And then let's just call it. But I would expect Izzo and the likes of the legends to say, no, it's always worked in the past. Why should we change? Over one incident. And and to some extent, he's right. But the fact is, it's not that important. Good game. Good game. Good game. Do that in middle school. Do that in high school. Agreed. But let's let's eliminate that because the ramifications of what we saw yesterday, we're not done with this yet. It's ugly. That was awful. Moving on. That's the 411 and a 210. And we'll get to Jawan Howard and if that was enough. You know, the NFL reigns supreme in this part of the world that we, not we even are close. We are, we are still a desperate deep third to, to soccer around the world. And you could argue that cricket in some countries is bigger than we can even imagine. But the fact is the NBA NFL is reigned supreme because they have chosen to not partner with anybody. We are the NFL. In fact, we've had our own developmental league called college football forever. Mm-hmm. And they had to stay for three years. We got them complete. Well, while the three year rule hasn't, changed in the NFL, the way that the league farms its talent looks like it's about to, how they handle that, and partnering with the XFL. Let's talk about that because the NFL and the XFL are, have uh, come together. They're going to work together on player safety and also be a Petri dish, a lab, if you will, for new rules. What does this mean to the future of spring football, I think, is really the key. We'll talk about that next. Jawan Howard in five games. Lots of uh, margarita talk, as it is National Margarita Day. We should plan appropriately. And should the Cowboys call Aaron? Mm. Lots to talk about coming back with the NFL. (laughs) Maybe he'll Instagram some love to us as well. Hang on, R&R in the morning continues right here on San Antonio Sports Star. You're on ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM.
R&R in the morning continues. Kevin Hart tickets all week long. Make sure you're tuning in to halftime. He'll have a pair for you today. He'll be here in August the 13th. It's the reality check, too. I went and saw Sebastian. Oh, yeah. How did it go? It was funny. Uh Good show. It wasn't as good as you thought. No, it was really good. I appreciated the way he kind of personalized, brought, he kind of worked the crowd a little bit. He didn't take the whole hour just to use his standard set. He kind of. Were you sitting close enough to get no? Get, I didn't we, get we, ragged on. No, no, but he did. He did rag on a few. Oh, made fun of Texas. I mean, some of the appropriate stuff. It was a good show. Where is I, he from? I, to be making fun of Texas? Uh, he's a Chicago type. Oh, okay. He's L.A. Uh, through and through now. But I'll be interested to talk to Joe because uh, Ryan Eagle. I saw him Friday night here. Ryan Eagle went and saw him in Austin on Saturday night. Mm. Wonder how much the show varied. Same show. You a Kevin Hart fan? I am a Kevin Hart movie fan. I don't think his stand-up's that funny. My kids uh, think he's hilarious. He's I'm okay. not a big fan of his stand-up. He's okay. I, I appreciate the what his humor was about his kids. Yeah, that I mean, me this, again, there was one that I really, really, really liked when he was on the come-up. But, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like, it's, again, I don't hate it. I'm not against it. I'm just not running out to go right. see it. You know, if I ran across some free tickets, I'd go. Will I spend two hundred something dollars to go see Kevin Hart? No, but I do like him in movies. I think he's super talented. I'm a fan, just not a fan of the stand up. But I'm not a, I'm not a stand up comedy guy though. Really? Like if every now and then, like if somebody tells me like this is one you got to see, I'll watch it. But like I don't like. Oh my god! Like when Chappelle drops, I'm watching Chappelle because yeah. it's not even stand. It's yeah. not even stand up at this point. He's yeah. just getting his getting his rocks off. Uh. But I'm not the guy that's like seeks out stand up. You ever paid to go see a comedian? Ever no. seen like Seinfeld or one of the big? My aunt took me to see Sinbad when I was a kid because he <laughs> that's didn't because cool. he didn't curse. No, that's he true. didn't curse. So my aunt took all. She took me and a few of my other cousins. I thought that was cool, but other than that, no, I've never paid to. Not even the little LOL comedy. Really? No, I'm not against them. I'm just. Uh. I've been to good shows and I've been to incredible shows. Manasaka was a really good show. Wasn't incredible. It wasn't incredible, but it was. It was a, funny. But what, the incredible show, like you know, there's once in a lifetime, like Raw. You know, like there's one. There's Richard Pryor has his. You mm-hmm. know, it's hard to have an incredible one consistently. Like Cat Williams has an incredible one. You know, everybody, all the big time guys have one that's like, yo, know, that's his one. That's how he. That was his coming out party. That's been kind of a. I guess for me in talk radio, that other thing out there that I always thought, you know, maybe I'd give it a shot. Yeah, really? Yeah. I don't think I'd be any good, but I, but that's always something you think. You know, I have, I'd like to have a tight five. I'd like to have I a, have a few set. jokes written. I would never do it, but I do have a few jokes that I've been sitting on if I were to ever jump into that realm. But no, that's I'd a different. Props. Yeah, that's a different. That's a different animal. I'd because if they don't <laughs> ventriloquist, yeah, give our tickets on the afternoon show yesterday for. Wow. There Congratulations, Philip. Um for the hottest take. Yeah, I don't uh it's a different animal because if they don't react to that first oh. one you throw, oh. then it gets real hairy. Oh. <laughs> then it gets real hairy, like, oh, they didn't I was like, yo, that was that was my money shot and I got crickets. You know, know what I mean? Like that takes That's a mighty damn. big uh, matzo ball hanging out there <laughs> when you when you throw one and it don't it don't hit. That's like the dunk contest. Like, yo, that was my best one, and I've I've it, missed it six it, times. And somebody got to go shag it. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, it's not, comedy is not easy, no. man. It, uh, that's why I like Quinn Hudson, one of our Rock the Mic winners. He's a, I have he's great a comedian. respect for those guys. Stand up. 
I got to go check Quinn out. I'll go check Quinn out just out of, uh, you know, respect. He's a part of the star. I'll go check Quinn but out. But to have a good, tight set, have four jokes that, boom, you knew that you – how long do you have to be up there? Like, let's say you're at LOL and it's like open mic. How long do they make you, need, you be up you there? Five to ten. I think you need. I don't know if I got ten. Minutes. See, that's that's a long time. See, like what I just now did. That was stretching for only three, four minutes. Exactly. It feels like we've been talking for forever, and then you still the, the crowd's looking at you like, okay, what else you got, Rob? The Rocks in XFL has agreed to uh, a partnership to innovate the game with the NFL. They're, they're going to talk safety, yeah. maybe some rule changes. Just the innovation that so many of us in the NFL have said, you've got the technology, the game has progressed, why doesn't everything progress along with it? Well, maybe the NFL has found an avenue where they can get things labbed, as it were. And more importantly, I think for the XFL, mm-hmm. it is opened, finally you have conversation with the mothership, with the entity that will decide whether you can survive or not. Uh, you know, coming from the other side of this, as we were part of the Alliance League for those brief but glorious days, I think that the the Alliance League would still be here today if after all of the funding, when things started to collapse for some of the money types behind the Alliance League, if the NFL would have stepped in and said, we see potential here, we see some value in spring football, we don't see it being a negative, and there's some things that we could partner together to improve the game of football itself. I think we would still have an alliance league. While Vince McMahon is like, he's he's one of those guys that are larger than life. You know what he's built with WWE is fantastic. It'll I don't know you know who can match that in that realm, but the Rock is. This is all based on the fact that the Rock is over there. Oh. This is about a relationship. This is about the NFL meeting, sitting down with The Rock and his people, and them like, I like this guy. And now it all makes sense why he got the whole thing at the Super Bowl. You remember? Because I was like, where, where, why was The Rock out there doing all these weird introductions? Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. NFL and XFL are in bed together, and this is solely because Rock is the biggest movie star in the world. And it's all about who you know and building relationships. And they sat down with The Rock and he smiled, and they poured shots of Terramana, and he smiled more, and he had on a tight shirt, and everybody was in awe. And it's like, was he wearing you know, purple? He's wearing two different pinks. <laughs> and NFL was like, let's do something. I like this guy. Oh, you know what I mean? And it, we picked the wrong league, Rob. Remember when it was that time where you, I remember you 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 were, you were probably doing the blitz at the time. I was up across the street. And we're like, you know, I'm sure y'all ask the same question. Would you rather be AAFL or would you rather be XFL? Right. And at the time, I'm sh- just like you, I was like, AAF? I'm like, screw the XFL. But it seems like this is the one we probably should have been fighting for. Well, we should have been fighting for, for The Rock. That's what we should have been fighting <laughs> well, for. It could be the he CFL. Wasn't, it wasn't The Rock at the time, right? right. When, this, when this first came about, it wasn't The Rock. It he just still. came on. And the NFL, as much as Jerry Jones loves the WWE and Vince McMahon for hosting you know, these massive summer slams and events. At their stadiums. I don't think the NFL wanted to partner with wrestling no. in any sense or, or, or at all. I don't think they wanted that. So the XFL, right. what it was... I don't think the NFL ever wanted that. Like, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> you, you me? And this is one of the things that, you know, you go to college and you get a big degree and you get jobs and you start speaking in codes. So this is what the current president of the XFL, a guy named Russ Brandon. Okay. People would ask, what are the opportunities to look at the game through a different lens from a player development standpoint? 
how can you be the incubator or an accelerant in many different verticals from many different verticals okay from officiating to rules innovations to playing surfaces to player development you can go on and on so what he's saying in these different verticals is mm-hmm. the XFL verticals. can now take on those things that the old guard of the NFL just is afraid to touch, those rails that they're afraid. If we try this, it could electrocute and kill us all. So, you know, the idea of getting rid of the kick return and finding a way to incubate that out of the the so NFL. So they're going to be guinea pigs for the NFL. So they're going to go do the things that the NFL's been Thinking afraid about, to do. Right. All those, maybe the eye in the sky officiating where you have one guy overarching that can at some point just step in and right a wrong that the NFL is so afraid to have. that The player safety rules, the, the collisions, how they can adapt to that fourth and 15 or whatever that's, that rule oh, is right. that they had for the Pro Bowl that didn't work at all. Now they can lab this out. Um, but more importantly, mm-hmm. it will only be successful if it is in fact an accelerant to player development. But is it can? Is there a better player development than Alabama and Georgia? Uh, That's what it is. But that, Alabama and Georgia is more of a player development than the XFL. I think it is for many of the of the. But of everybody the don't go. Everybody don't go to Alabama and but Georgia. But there are though. certain positions that take some time. And quarterback being primary. Left tackle. If And left tackle. If you only develop quarterbacks, if the XFL became only the number one quarterback on the bench league, where the Cowboys got to season Cooper Rush more and more, they could go draft a guy. Like, what's the kid that they brought out of James Madison that got to start? Danucci. Danucci. If you could actually, if you saw something, you can put them down there and you can help to grow the league. That is the key for the XFL survival. If become a, a talent pipeline, you will survive. And as the future of college football seems to be vague, though we know players in the league are always going to want to go pro, that I, I do think another avenue of developing your talent is this. Because I don't think the toothpaste goes back in the tube for the current NFL. You know, as they the COVID situation made that practice squad bigger, you know, McCarthy told us more than once it was great having a hundred guys in the building that I had all this opportunity. Whereas before, right. I was limited. Well, now if you're going to have this hundred guys in the building, why can't fifteen of them go play in the spring? And and to me, I think it it extends your shelf life if you make it a development because then the NFL is kind of like, okay, rocking the boys. They're they're running low on funds, but we've been getting guys from here. Yeah, let's shoot. It's just like the G League. You know, it's like and NBA keeps it. Keeps it breathing because it they they bring guys from down there. So it's going to for it to succeed, Rob. It's going to have to be more than uh, I want to try out this rule, that rule. It's going to have to be like you said. It's going to have to be not a full blown MLB farm system where you're calling guys up daily. No, but you're going to have to have ten, like you said, throughout the season. There's seventeen weeks, fifteen to twenty guys that get called up. Yes, if you have that then the NFL may fund you some money and they stay alive. And it does also separate themselves from the USFL, which is also an entity. It is still coming I as well. I forgot about that, yeah. The, the, the USFL is scheduled to begin play in April. Um, they, they are gonna, there will only be one survivor from this. We're not going to have two spring leagues. Damn. I mean, I can't imagine. Well, you got to be the bearer of bad news. Well, I mean. No, but I get you. I, mean, I know I'm messing and with you. And you have the sign-in. You have the sign-on with the NFL 
Because I, I firmly believe if the NFL would have stepped in as they saw the alliance collapsing and saying, hey, we see the value in what you're trying to do. We will partner with you. The, the Alliance League would still it, be here. No, they knew it. They knew exactly what the situation was and decided not to do it. But I think that the, the calmer heads have prevailed realizing that we're, we're a year-around entity on our, on our own. Imagine if we had I real know. games that we're partnering with. And now, as Aaron Rodgers is imminent to exit, maybe Jordan Love gets some starts in the spring with name your XFL team just for prep, or maybe not him, but that third round pick that everybody kind of likes as we need to make a free agency decision on day on May one. Let's put this guy out there so we can help make that decision. Or, you know, and then now you have a situation where the thing that everybody hates about pop now, instead of, you know, your practice squad guys just sitting there doing nothing, it goes, you send them down to the XFL for a couple of weeks. So they stay fresh. Now, there is, you know, you don't want to have guys playing 30 games in a year. No. But, and I don't think that'll happen, and it'll always be a back But you're on the practice kind of squad in XFL for a reason, so it's not like you're going to come play a bunch Precisely. of NFL games. Precisely. Right. Precisely. And as we have found, in this league, star sell tickets availability is the best ability, and if what? you can make sure you've got guys that are ready to fill and that you can grow a star, you're in better shape. I'm going to be honest. We don't have a team. I don't know how much XFL I'm watching. I'm I, not going to even sit here and lie to you and act like I'm going to watch the XFL. Consider if we had a team, I'd probably watch on Sunday afternoons. I'm not watching. We don't have a team in May. You have a choice of an NBA game, golf, baseball, I, early, and football. I think you're hitting football. I'm gonna choose brunch with my homies. I think you will fall asleep watching the XFL. (laughs) I I think you will. I'd rather watch golf. I don't think if we had a team that's different. You know, we all said that, but viewership has been pretty solid across the board for these leagues. They have viewership. I think that's people gambling. Well, yes, whatever the reason is, it doesn't matter what the reason is. If you're watching, you're watching. You're watching. A click is a click. So I think we've learned that we will watch. Yeah. Now, we might not watch consistently, but we will watch. And if you provide a, a compelling product, and I'm choosing between on a Sunday afternoon and May, whatever, whenever that season is going, and I've got early baseball, I've got no NBA, and I'm probably tuning in because we're in the meat of the schedule. It's playoff NBA, time. that's playoffs. Yes, so, I'm watching. You give me a game on Saturday night, Sunday morning, however you space it around, I think we'll tune in, especially if it is with that guy that we want to see play, whether it is – Third round oh, quarterback, gotcha. whether it is, I think there's something there that we have proven. We'll watch. It's just the other stuff that has kept the leagues from being completely Agreed. successful. Its name is Hank the Tank. <laughs> Hank weighs 500 pounds. Hank is responsible for upwards of 30 break ins. Hank is a laugh. Hank is funny until we realize that Hank is a 500 pound black bear and they can't stop it. Talk about Hank the Tank next. What would, would this happen in Texas? I don't think so. Boom. No, he wouldn't. And should happen. the Cowboys make a call to Aaron Rodgers? We'll talk about that at nine. Hang on tight. So much to get to and so little time. You're on R and R in the morning, and this, you lucky devils, is San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN and twelve fifty and one zero three three FM. This is Joe Reinagle. Jason Minix and I will get you caught up in the latest news, moves, and more this afternoon, 4 to 7, on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. 
Welcome back. You're on San Antonio Sports Talk. Leave Aaron alone, bro. He is Rudy J. <laughs> He's still making fun of Aaron Rodgers. Rudy is the icing on the beautiful cake <laughs> <laughs> that we call R&R in the morning. That's just part of the beautiful Instagram posts that Aaron sent last night to his teammates that are the icing on the beautiful cake that is our job. It in the feels NFL. like goodbye, but who knows? That is goodbye. You can't go in and face those boys after that. I just wonder what it does to Devontae. Now, I wonder if Green Bay says, all right, well, we're going to franchise tag him today. Well, they could franchise up until March 8th. I just, because he said he wouldn't let linger let this linger. So we'll see how it goes. But Do you get the feeling that maybe, just maybe, he found out last night that they're not going to franchise Devontae? No. You don't think so? If he so? was staying, trust me, they, they're doing everything possible. If he was staying, they'd do whatever he wants. Well, maybe they're just not. Maybe they decided, you know what, let's just say $46 million cap hit, and then we're going to franchise a wide receiver at 30. You're not going to do it. Bye. No way. Okay. I, I, don't know. I, I agree with you. I think if you're just like you're Hank the Tank and you're a 500-pound bear, you do whatever the hell you want. Right. You make everybody else react to you. Hank the Tank is a black bear that lives in the Lake Tahoe region on the California side. Not on the Nevada side. Okay. I don't know if that matters too much. Is responsible for 29, let me get this right, 29 or 28 confirmed break-ins around this community. So he knows what he's doing. He's uh, normally, if you left your garage door open, he'd go in and ransack your freezer, eat your garbage. He would, you know, just be a general nuisance. But now, Hank, 500 pounds, twice the normal size, is breaking into houses. Uh, no, no knock. 38 homes he's damaged. There have been 150 calls to authorities because Hank the Tank has been a nuisance. What should you do with Hank the Tank? Look, I'm going to tell you this. The person that decides to take the law into its own hands with Hank will be a pariah and you will be received death threats. Yes. Like, but. But at the same time, Hank comes a knocking at my door and and we're all there. I'm not risking it. It's, if if it's my kids or Hank, Hank gotta go. Why is Hank but, still you know, around after the, the but second? But see, this is the thing with we're in Texas. Well, we think if you come into our house un, uh, you know, uninvited in Texas, Rob, we raise different. We're raised different. We shoot first, ask questions later. It's a bear. <laughs> but, it's Rob, a bear after the first house. Why? 38? We can't kill Hank, Rob. He's some, he's, what was the, what was the gorilla's name, Carl? Oh, Harambe. Harambe. You can't kill Harambe. You can't kill Hank, man. Harambe was different. Harambe was already behind bars. That's true. Harambe deserved better. You can't, you, what are we talking about here? How far have we gone to where Hank, you have not, I'm not saying kill it. He's but like it's my plan B. He's plan like the, A. He's like the turkey on my street. He's just a part of the neighborhood. Ha ha ha. <laughs> oh, Hank, the tank. So, Hank, I'm knocking you, putting Hank, one in the bra. Well, I'm putting, I'm going wild boar on this one. <laughs> you ain't going to run up on Hank with no <laughs> knife. You're going to lose that fight. He got about 10 knives, and they're called claws. 
and you coming up here with your one butterfly knife, you're going to be in trouble. Hank going to kick your ass. Tranquilize and move out. Tranquilize? Bob, who's... Tranquilize? Time out. Who's sitting at home with tranquilizers? Sometimes the early birds are crazy. That's a giant Tranquilize. Who has it? You got a tranquilizer at home, Rob? That's for somebody else. You got a tranquilizer? Tranquilize? But no, look. My first thought was Hank got to go. Hank got to go. But at the same time, Hank is a part of the community. Uh, Do you think housing values are suddenly better now that there's a 500-pound bear roaming around could break into your house at any moment? That it's a completely dog-free neighborhood. That's the good news. No varmints. Nothing left. But see, this, this is the problem with Hank. While we don't want to see Hank go to heaven, he also is, he's clearly he's to the point where he knows what he's doing. Like Hank knows like, oh, I know how to break into houses and get mm-hmm. into people. Like he not like at 29, it's like, oh, okay, bro. So you know you're doing wrong. You just running up in people's stuff. So something needs to be done. But clearly this is Callie. Callie's laid back like, dude, he's just a bear. Just give him some food, man. Like, it's no big deal. We'll get more. We'll get Ralph's right now. Like, chill. It's Hank. Just smoke one. Texas. Uh-uh. This wouldn't even be news. <laughs> Texas. It would have been like, dude would have been taking it. Dude would have been on the front page with with his arm around the bear. Got like, him from 150 yards. And you know what we'd be saying Texas? Hey, man, he broke in his house. He got what he deserved. Like, we're so bad. We're so bad, but then again, this is the problem. He's five hundred. He's got a thick. He's got thick fur. So that first one ain't gonna work. You gonna piss him off? Now guess what? Now, now, now Hank is running at you because that first bullet's not gonna work, dude. It would be like Frankenstein's monster. I'd have the whole city out with pitchforks <laughs> and torches. I find you go to bed every night with the looming possibility. That a 500-pound bear could bust through the window and eat you and everything else in the he house. Want and to we're just laughing about time it. Out. <laughs> time out, Rob. He's not eating humans. He just wants, your, he wants your bread. Yet. That's why his Callie's like, dude, he just he took a loaf of bread. He took some bologna. Like, he hasn't, there's no ro- reported attacks on humans. Yet. Tank is just, he likes, he likes people food. Okay. This is not like a dog where you get one bite. It's going, the bear will eat you if given the okay, opportunity. Okay, but that's what I'm saying, Rob. If he runs up on you, that first bullet's not going to work. What are you going to do? I'm going to have another bullet. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I will be armed. Are you kidding? Armed to the teeth. To the teeth. You've got a, a 500-pound bear that smells the Oreos that you <laughs> left on your bedside table and is coming to get them. But see, the, it is, the, 29 houses is too many. 38, 38 houses he's Damage, responsible but for. 29 break-ins. 29 break-ins, yes. So where he actually physically came into someone's 29 crib. 29 times. That's too many. He would have been guilty of one. That's too, that, that, that's too many. And again, I want to see Hank live. What Can the I zoo come get him? I, I want Hank to live. He seems like a good guy. Probably. Eats good. Probably he seems likes like, a cold beer. Probably he's has like, a good story. He's like, I don't know if you watch Martin. He's like bruh man from the fifth flow. Bro, man, just we used to break into Martin's house, make a sandwich, and he'd be on his way. And Martin would see him and be like, bro, man, what are you doing here? Hank is like bro, man from the fifth floor. But he ain't gentle. Hank <laughs> just ain't making a sandwich and putting away the knife and the mayonnaise. Now, does my homeowner's insurance cover the, the damages? I would think it would cover the first break-in, but after that, they're like, get a gun. <laughs> you know, we're not going to cover this again. You live, and you guys are doing nothing about getting rid of a five- Hundred pound bear. I want the zoo to come get him because Hank's Hank's days are numbered. 
Hank's day is a number, and I don't want to see Hank go. See, this story would have never been a story in Texas. <laughs> the story would have began. We had a bear break in last night. Today he's a rug. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I don't want the rug unless it's a polar bear. Oh man, how much is a polar bear rug run me? Like a real one? Like if I, if someone like, like a legit polar bear rug, what's that uh, run me? Dude, I don't know, but it has ten k. I don't know. I mean, just to, the cost of get one to, uh, for your for your own, just to pay to go get one would cost ten k minimum. To buy it from somebody, I don't know. But you want to get canceled, Rudy? Or would I get canceled if I got a polar a bear? bear skin, aren't they endangered? Oh yeah. I, well, who's gonna who gonna be who gonna cancel me, Peter? But if they're already, I mean, you could harvest. First of all, I, I first of all, I've never shot anything in my life. Um, I just wonder what a polar bear would run me. For you the, want to, for the sake of just Google, I thought I would look it up. Yes, it, it looks like there's a fake one that's cashmere throw for fourteen hundred dollars. That's fake. And then there's a grizzly bear full size taxidermy rug mount that's ten grand seven hundred ninety five. Not grand. a white, not a polar bear though. Polar bears. I hope they're not endangered. They're beautiful animals. They're dangerous, but I'm, a beautiful well, animal. They're in danger. Have I told you about the polar ice caps lately? It's not looking good. They're melting. Yes, it's, they don't have a lot of places. It's not to live. looking good. They're dealing with the same thing up there. That, but there, that's an endangered. We're talking about a five hundred pound black bear. <laughs> black bears. They're not endangered. Well, they probably are, but not. They're not as cute, so we don't care as much. Uh, I need the California Zoo to come get Hank. We're way over. Let's I, I want Hank to live. Let's talk some Aaron Rodgers. Who should be chasing Aaron the most? And it's National Margarita Day. Are you a Grand Man Marinier type? Do you like mm, it on the rocks? What mm. about a Doserita? Is that an, an anathema? Is that something we That's should not, not be doing? That's not a margarita. We'll talk about the National Margarita Day. How are you going to celebrate at 930? Hang around with us. Alcohol and booze talk coming here. <laughs> You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Uh. Rob Thompson, Rudy J. R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. This is R and R in the morning on a good old Tuesday. You made it. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. Good morning. What's up, Rob? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's I Tuesday. Bet you are. Refreshed, relaxed. Good morning. I bet. Did some quality time with my wife this weekend. Did you? Quiet and calm. Good morning. She's uh, rested too after a couple of days away from the uh, from school. The, the from kids. them heathens. That's my grandma called them heathens. They were heathens. Did you, uh, did you have a nice President's Day? Yeah, man. Had a good time. Came in, did the show. Bada bing, bada boom. Monday shows are always easy. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Especially after the weekend that, you know, the LeBron weekend, All Star weekend. <laughs> Brian Flores got a gig. There was a lot on the plate. There was a lot on the plate yesterday. It was one of those plates where you kind of look at your boy like, damn, dog. You just go get, you just go get everything. You know where your plate just leaning. <laughs> that was the, that was yesterday. The plate was definitely full of topics. You can come back for seconds. The uh, the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving real. is Aaron Rodgers, and last night we get an Instagram flood as today begins the uh, the opportunity for teams to franchise their favorite player, lock them in at a at an average of the top five players at that position around the league. And Aaron doesn't want that. Can he's under contract? Contract hit this year's what forty six million, and they put it. He made them put in the contract that they would not franchise him. So that's not going to happen, and it appears that he's saying goodbye. 
kind of sort of the icing so. on the glorious cake that is the NFL is indeed Aaron Rodgers. So here we sit. It looks like he's leaving. And obviously there are teams out there that need him, and there's teams out there that want them. I got the list. I so wrote it down. I would say that there are 30 teams that need to make a call. There's only a couple <laughs> teams that really, I mean. So you're saying only Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? And I would, okay, we'll say 29, 20. I say 28 teams, 27 teams. The final four, they're not calling. No, and I would even put the Chargers in there too. They don't need to call. Chargers aren't calling. Chargers are good. Got, uh, Jacksonville probably don't need to call. No. But it would be nice. But, you know, there I'll say 28 teams need to make at least to, to kick the tires. But I will put this. I got that the Titans on the list. The, the Giants have to chase. Have to. They can say what they want about Jones. Okay. They have to chase it. San Francisco, I know we're going to debate on this, but I feel like they kind of need to chase it. Okay. I got them on my list. Um, after that, it's, a, it's a, all about, well, we're close, and he would certainly help. But those well, two teams could immediately fix themselves. Well, I got the entire, the entire NFC South. <laughs> Matt Ryan is done. Carolina, uh, what's his name? Sam, what's his name? Sam Big head, who? Darnold. Darnold. Big head. Done. Kazoo. Uh, the Saints, no QB. The Bucks, no QB. Entire NFC South needs to make the call. Okay, with the South, what's the best possibility there? The Atlanta, because of the weapons, because of Ridley, because of the kid, the tight end from Florida. Yeah. That's the best possibility. But do you see that any possibility at all? I mean, that might be I'm the look, best, but do you see him point, landing in Atlanta? At this point, it's, it's all bets off. It's who comes with the best offer. Mighty Mouse, oh, you don't like it here in Arizona? We'll take Aaron. The Browns, screw Baker Mayfield. The Steelers, absolutely. Mm. The Broncos must do it. They're on the must list with yes, the Giants. I agree. Washington is on the must list. Philly not on the must list, but they could use them. Carson Wentz sucks. Russell Wilson wants out. You have to make the call. Tanny Hill throws three irons interceptions after we won the whole damn league and have the best record, one of the best records in the league. They need the call. Miami, they hate Tua. They've let that be known. So I have 16 teams. I have 16 teams that really need to shake, shake and move. 16. And that was just being, that was being nice. What about the Raiders? Oh, my bad. I threw the Raiders. I left the Raiders off. They, and they have Josh McDaniels. The Raiders are on there as well. So I'm sorry. I have 17 teams. 17 teams. 17. If, obviously the prettiest landing spot would be. Well, I don't even know what the what there is no obviously. Yet. I think the prettiest spot is going to either be the Niners or the Broncos. How close are the Broncos really? They're a quarterback away. Are they are they truly a quarterback? Well, they got enough skill there. They've drafted wide receivers. They got enough running backs. It looks like they got enough skill to. But now the Aaron Doubters will say <clears throat> he's had chances. He didn't capitalize. He didn't look good against San Francisco this year. He didn't. He didn't look good against San Francisco. So, I mean, I, I can't really argue with the Aaron Doubter. That, what was the, what's the latest thread that he gets too conservative in big games, that he's paying too much attention to his quarterback rating, doesn't make the tough throw, because he knows the only separator between himself and Brady and any of the other greats of all time is that QBR rating, which he does have better than Brady? There is that argument that, hey, when it's a big game and he'll never catch Brady in Super Bowls and he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame and will always be compared to his contemporary Brady. The one thing he has on him 
is what QBR. QBR. Oh. You don't follow that narrative? No, 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 no. I mean, you never know, man. I don't. I don't know what goes through Aaron Rodgers' mind, but I mean, four or five NFC title games, only one trip to the bowl. Now, you know, some of that. One of those games, like Kaepernick, just went crazy on that defense. I don't think there's within those five. I can find three of them that weren't Aaron's fault. Like it's football. There's 22 right. starters, but of, right. of those teams. The Niners, but they get, then again, like the Niners gave away two, three first round picks for Trey Lance. Yeah. Doesn't matter though. See, I don't, I'm glad that the Rams won because it proved, look, man, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you did yesterday. Don't worry that you gave up three first rounders to go get this quarterback. You have the chance to go get Aaron Rodgers. You go get him and you worry about what happens later. You worry about where am I going to pay him later, later. You really want to, you really want to live by that theory? Well, the Rams did it. They they did it. They went and paid Von Miller. They went and and got Ramsey in a long term deal. They went OBJ. and got OBJ. They went and said, you know what? I don't know if you're going to be here next year. I don't know if I can afford all these dudes, but I know this. I'm in it now. It's a hell of a gamble, because again, like the Rams are the, hey man, it worked. I mean, because Jerry was doing that for a while and it wasn't working, and we hated him for it. Well, I'm glad you brought him up. Now, Aaron's had some success, more success than his own quarterback in that building. Um, This is the thing. Should the Cowboys call Aaron Rodgers? If you feel that Dak is at his ceiling or close to his ceiling, then yes. But if you feel like Dak still has an exponential way to, to grow, then no, because then you're trading three years for possibly ten. I now let me ask you before you go further. Do you believe that if Dak did everything and improved and kept going, that he could ever get even close to being compared to Aaron Rodgers in game? Be honest, and no. it's no crime if you say no. No, because not many could. No, I don't. But again, this is there's a part of me that says Dak Prescott was at home and only guy was able to get the ball to his best receiver one time, six years in. And then there's a part of me that says Aaron didn't look no better at home mm-hmm. against San Francisco and Aaron's thirty seven. Mm-hmm. So what Look, I think they're going to have a private conversation about it, and I think they'll talk about it for five minutes, and they'll they'll say, no, Dak's our guy. I think you say that, but you've got to call him, right? you got to. No, because if it gets out, then what happens? It, it's business, man. I don't think if I'm Dak Prescott, I would be too surprised or hurt that they called Aaron Rodgers. And if you are, you got your priorities are so screwed up. Mm-hmm. Because that's a Hall of Famer. The likes of, of an Aaron Rodgers comes around every 20 years. Is Aaron is Aaron the truth? Because again, when we if we're if we're going off of what the Cowboys are looking for, the Cowboys are looking for another Lombardi. If we're looking for another Lombardi trophy, is he the guy? There's, a There's only been the one. Yeah. I, yeah. First of all, I know Aaron. I know Aaron can play the yeah. position. I know he's the real deal. But he's only when it's all said and done. 
He's only been to one Super Bowl. He won mm-hmm. it. But is it enough to throw away? Is it enough to give up on the 27 year old that maybe he's not even close to his ceiling yet? I don't. I forget how old Dak is. Somewhere around there. You know, we were saying the same thing about Stafford a year ago. I was saying that a month ago. That he still got some Detroitness on him. It's just not yeah, enough. He had, never, he had never won a playoff game. It doesn't feel right. And then suddenly in the right situation, and we're discussing Hall of Fame. Now, you, Aaron, you giving him Amari, Gallup, and CD? Yikes. I do think he's better than Dak in that with those, with those weapons. But will he win the game that we need him to win? Will he win the game we need him to win, or will he fold? I'm Morgan. He's the never future. had a, he's never had three receivers like that. If I can find fifty million, I find fifty million. If I can get an Aaron Rodgers, I do whatever the freak it takes and roll the dice. So you want me to put them on year. my list at eighteen? No, I think, oh, I'm not going to put them on the list because I don't think they need it. Like they have no. A but I think you can bargain from the sense of if this falls through, I'm all good. But I saw what Tom Brady did for Tampa. I saw what Stafford did for L.A. Now, the, the thing for L.A. is even more apropos because there was the, they had a quarterback that had already taken them to a Super Bowl. I don't think anybody would ever compare Jared Goff to Dak Prescott. But, in fact, they're the same guy. No, the, They yeah, are the Are you drinking guy. the minutes juice? Rob. They're the same guy. Ho- okay, Rob, hold on. But that's not a bad thing. Rob, hold on, Rob. Rob, Rob. Because neither uh, one of them will carry you to a title that will just help you get there. I know you're well-rested, and I know you're coming in with hot take. Dak Prescott is better than oh, Jared Oh, no, he is. No, but what I'm Jared saying Goff is— on his worst day. What I'm saying is, but Dak Prescott will not carry me to a Super Bowl. He will play a huge so role So you giving up on Dak No, then. no, but there's only two quarterbacks in the world right now where I can say that guy will carry me to a title. Oh, okay. I don't care who's on the team. And I think Aaron's one of those guys. Dak has to have a lot of help. But if he has the help, like 30 other quarterbacks, yes, he's Super Bowl capable. But I look at Aaron Rodgers, and I go, this dude, if he gets hot, can carry me to a title. And I don't need much if I can make sure that I have planted the garden and it is growing healthily. And then by week 16, the fruit is in. I think he can take me there. What I saw in my Dak Prescott quarterbackness is he's not enough on his own. So, yeah, there is that. McCarthy and, and Rodgers didn't end on the best note. No, you're, I, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that. that I'd have to answer. So, but, so there's only Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, I put Herbert up there, but even Herbert. No, I mean I'm, I'm just talking about like just. I think those are the only three guys that you could say like without a shadow of a doubt they could these take guys me there. could get me there. They could take me there with lesser. They don't have to have equal or better. If I just get the right guy, they could take me there. And then everybody else, and that's not. I'm not deriding Dak. I'm not. I think he is exactly what we think he is. But he's not that guy. And if I can get that guy, I would like to that Jerry saw what Cronky said. Do what you got to do, man. He told his coach, you know what, man? Stop. This is going to be expensive, but go do it. You better be right. McCarthy's coaching for his life, too. I would like to think that he, too, is advocating behind the scenes. Yeah, McCarthy and Aaron don't like each other. Doesn't though. matter. I don't have to love you. 
<laughs> and not only that, I don't have to keep McCarthy uh, either. Maybe I go get Sean Payton. Whatever it Maybe takes. he gets along But with you don't him. have to love your coach as long as you – I mean, there's a lot of co- I don't coaches think and quarterbacks Brady, don't like each other. Brady and Belichick didn't like each other. They tried to act like they did, but they didn't like you each other. You just got to be businesslike. You got to go in. You got to trust them. You don't have to like them, but at least you got to trust them. Yeah, I put Seattle on the list. I put 17 teams on the list. Seattle needs to be on the list, but they got their own decisions. Oh, Seattle's right. in trouble because Russell wants out. Mm-hmm. Arizona's in trouble because Mighty Mouse wants out. The Titans are in trouble because they have Tannehill. The Saints, it's like, okay, I don't know what Winston's going to look like when he comes back. The Bucks obviously don't have a quarterback. The Giants. Giants better come out with one of these guys, but the, man. But the owner said, hey, y'all are going to develop my guy. I don't care guy. what he said. We have more information now. <laughs> You know, it, well, I know this. It, nothing moves until this is to, until this is solved. And you know what? I would not discount the Eagles in this, dude. No, I think. Um, well, the Eagles, I think, I think they've got a fail, a fallback, a fail safe, and I, I like the way the team has grown. But I think the Eagles should be calling as well. Um, There's a weird thing going on with Jalen Hurts and the ownership group up there. I they they backed him over Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl for the franchise. So they did. I, I, I kind of just think that they they have an infatuation with Hurts, and they'll give him at least one more. And year. They should. I think what we saw Me the too. progress was appropriate. I, but I would say he he, he, he developed. He he made uh he made progress this season for sure. At, at, at the same time, he's still one and eight versus winning teams in the NFL. So Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Yeah, well, he's only played like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and that would be a good um, piece to move. I, if I'm the Packers, I'd be happy to get Jalen Rose, uh, Jalen Hurts, in just because you never know. The dude at least showed some potential. If Rusty gets him off, you go after Aaron or Deshaun first. Oh, not man. not Dallas, not Dallas. I'm talking about the other teams that we have on this list. If Rusty gets him off, and we don't know, this is up in the air, especially with what we found out with him being deposed by or him having to testify under oath for nine of these young ladies. If if Rusty does get him off, you going after Deshaun or you going after Aaron? You should be going after Deshaun. I'm yeah. just not sure politically. My I better have a pretty strong and comfortable relationship with my fandom, with my community, my if fan I, base. Yeah, because you're opening up a. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, you better be a well loved owner and, and a franchise that has a history of doing the right thing. Because mm. it will tarnish you immediately. Not that it won't work. It, it, it tarnishes you for the time being, but we, oh, I've seen we have we have short memories when they oh, start winning. You're absolutely right. And I think it, it, Deshaun, if he landed on a, a under 500 team, you could kind of whitewash it. You, kind of, you know what I mean? Kind of cover it up a little bit because he's here to improve and change. But if you're a contender and you mortgage the farm for this for this guy. You better be good. You better you better be comfortable in your own skin because a firestorm's coming. Oh, absolutely. But Philly weathered that storm with Mike yes. and then gave him forty you're, million. You're right. It can work. And Mike hurt dogs. But, but you know how people are with their dogs. We're still talking about other stuff though. No, this is way different. Mm-hmm. Because way different. Yeah. And he was actually convicted and served time. Mm-hmm. So True. It, it's not like he's, you know, his legal battles hang in the air. True. All of that. Different time, too. Different time. I don't know, man. I, I would make the call. I'd be hard-pressed if I wasn't a GM just to call and see. Who, Aaron? Yes, I, I can't imagine. 
On the rocks, frozen with a beer in it, strawberry, margaritas should be the topic of conversation yeah. because today is National Margarita Day. How do you like them and where do you find the best in this city? Well, let's talk right. margaritas next. A worthy conversation after what we just had. We're up against it, but let's do it anyway. Let's want to. What you want to do? Want to do some headlines? It is 924. Yeah, we are. We're, I feel like, okay, let's go to break. Let's go to break. Do margaritas. We'll do the margaritas. Might have missed headlines it. in there. Might miss. I don't know. We'll Good see. Conversation. If we could get them in there, yeah, we could. We'll ram we should. It. I think so. So we should go to break now, don't you? And think? then do the margaritas. Let's do that. Or headlines. Hold on. Let's be it's right back. <laughs> I don't You're know. on San Antonio Sports Star here on ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. It's R and R. He's Rudy. I'm Rob. I don't know about you. Like, I need a drink. <laughs> Five o'clock somewhere. Somewhere, exactly right. I can always. He's Carl Shoney. It is February the twenty-second of the twenty-second year of this century. Everybody got their crystals out, and I'm vibing on a different energy today because it's two twenty-two, two two two. two, two. No. The manifestation portal is open, Rudy J. At least that's what TikTok tells me. I don't even know what that means. Ooh, me what neither. is the manifestation I'm interested. I, I don't know either. <laughs> it's just buzzwords that are going around, I, I like suppose. it, though. I'd like to go through Man, the manifestation portal. Your life today is the same as it was yesterday. It's going to be the same tomorrow. <laughs> Breakfast your margaritas. Ass is, your ass at work. I don't care if it's 222, 22, 3, 33, 33. You know? I don't know. What do you think is the most popular of all the mixed drinks? Because I would think the margarita would be in the top three. Does it just feel when you have a margarita, it's fun. Okay, okay. So mimosa, mimosas. But, but a lot of dudes don't drink mimosas. All dudes drink mimosas on a Sunday. The sun's out, shades on. You're having a mimosa, right? I think a lot of guys would. I agree with that. Okay. But that's, but, so but, mimosas but you don't one. do it. But, but not a bunch of dudes. A bunch of dudes sitting around ain't going to drink a mimosa. Now, if we're just all fellas, no. But a bunch of dudes sitting around would all drink. If we're at, if we're at cup, no, no. I think something in Coke. Probably. Probably. Rum and like, Coke. Probably. Uh, Crown and Coke. Whiskey Coke. But nothing to me signifies fun more than a margarita. Maybe a daiquiri, a pina colada. Margarita Day is fun. Like you find a margarita. Okay. But there's not a rum and Coke festivals. I'm not going to walk in for a, for <laughs> a screwdriver We do festival. have the whiskey. We have the whiskey thing now that they have. Yeah, there's lots the current, of those where you're the tasting current, the barrel. The, and yeah, all yeah, that. yeah. The whiskey pour off or whiskey. I don't know what it's but called. But we have legit margarita festivals. Like, and we used to have the margarita pour off. Yeah, so you don't have like, you know, make your very best tequila sunrise. <laughs> it's margarita. It just kind of tastes fun. Yeah. What are the basic ingredients? You got tequila. You got your triple sec. You got your lime juice. You got your ice. See, I don't do triple sec. So how do you do Henny you but, do you use Henny and Sprite? <laughs> I don't do. I drink my Hennessy straight. I drink my whiskey straight. I drink my bourbon straight. I don't do Coke anymore. I graduated from that like a long time ago. Nothing brown gets any mix in it. Um, my margarita, Rob, is I got twelve ounces of margarita mix, mm-hmm. eight ounces of tequila. You don't go equal parts. No hell no. I ain't trying. To, <laughs> first of all, eight ounces of liquor and tw- that's still a lot. My margaritas are. I've had some good margarita parties at my house, and I've you know I've had to get people some Ubers before. Twelve and eight is a good. So ratio. you know how to make a, you make a mean margarita. Yes, I, I'd, I'd be eager to try. I like triple sec specifically. I like Grand Marnier. See, don't it make it too? It's already sweet, Rob. 
Does that make it more sweet? Sometimes. Sometimes. But what about uh, On the Rocks or Frozen? Look, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. I was a Frozen guy for the longest. My wife hates Frozen. So when she started, so when she gets him on the rocks and I finally gave it a try, I prefer it because I can get through it. Like the, the slushy, when it's super slushed out, it takes too long. You get that frozen. But it feels more margarita-y, slushy. Like straight whiskey and bourbon. That's right, B. Um, when you're doing the slushy, one, there's the brain freeze. Two, it takes longer. But the thing about on the rocks, is it a margarita? I think that's the OG margarita. I think the margarita began over the over rocks. Yeah, my girlfriend won't drink frozen because uh, a real margarita is tequila on the hold rocks. Hold on, now y'all I'm can't with, go I'm, making I'm up rules. I'm, no, I don't think. What do you mean that's the rules. real margarita? Uh, that's, that's a margarita. That's the one where I I think I've been to the bar. I think it's an Ensenada. Or it's Ensenada. Okay, is that a bar? Is that a bar? No, I think it's a bar on the Pacific Coast of oh, Mexico. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm listening. I think I've been to the bar that was so, supposed to be where it began, and it was on the rocks. It was on the rocks. Yeah, I wouldn't think it started off as a slush, right? But it, but <laughs> it didn't, okay. Like, next, I would step. think you're right, Rob. I don't think it started as a slushy. Now, it, it is a Dosarita? No, a, no, it, that's, it's, that's not a margarita. That's some San Antonio stuff. Because we love beer so much, we was like, yo, pour, pour beer in it. I, I remember it. when they first hit, and there was the craze. I remember people were doing the Big Red. Oh, yeah. Then they started doing I the Big Red that. Rita. You, see, that's the San Antonio in you. That, you're not, you can't go to L.A. and be like, hey, let me get a dose of Rita. Because they don't have any Big Red or whatever they call it. <laughs> no. I like the one with the Big Red in it. No, you're right. No, you can't go to New York and be like, hey, man, let me get a Big Red people Rita. you stumbled and They'd poured the like, beer into your... Remember what? Remember Mike McCarthy's reaction when we gave him Big Red? He was like, "What is was, this? This is like a liquid." Twinkie. So you mean to tell me you were you were drinking the beer readers? I actually I find them quite refreshing. I do. I don't know why. Especially, so is it actual beer and liquor, or is it just the beer slushy? No, it's the margarita with a beer upturned in it. There's something about it that makes it eminently more drinkable. It feels like heartburn. It to should, me. and it kind of does. I'm not going to say you have a, especially the sweet ones, but. I I will order one if I see this. So let's say, and I guess we'll do we'll do a free pub right here. If you we're gonna go have a margarita today, where is it gonna be? Well, there's two places, and this is non-paid at all. I know. Um, it's all good. It's once in a while. El Mirasol. Okay. Makes a yeah, yeah. wicked margarita. I've wicked. seen that place. I've it never come been. with a warning label. Okay. So that's when people come to San Antonio, and I want to kind of get them right. Give them a margarita. Mirasol, M-I-R-A-S-O-L. I've yeah, seen that place. There's, yeah. been, there's a couple around, and they're an offshoot out of, off that place that's been off of, uh, is it Jackson Keller Forever? Uh, the name escapes me. But uh, those margaritas are legendary. I'm going to go hood on you because I've had some good times. You know, me and my wife have been drinking these a long time, and we've had some good nights off of them. Those chachos, <laughs> those chacho joints, but, the margaritas from chachos have you lit. And we, I ran through three jumbos one night. Luckily, we lived across the street. We had an apartment across the street at Callahan. Man, listen. Those happy hours at chachos right there on Callahan were legendary. Them chachos margaritas, I had a couple plan Lawful B's off the, of those. Thank you, Rudolph Renee. 
La Fogata, and then uh, there's some kind of family issue, and Mirasal broke off of it. But the La Fogata is the OG place that had the. What makes it good? To, what makes it good to you? Well, those are just known for their just sheer strength. See, that's what. See, I guess I'm a, the alcoholic in me. I'm looking for strength. Well, those. Like the taste, like oh, this tastes good, but I need seven to catch my to get where I need to well, go. That was the thing. That's about, not good. So, do you remember? The, you could go by at like some of the drive-through places. They were margaritas, but they had wine, not tequila. Oh, I don't remember that one because they didn't. They had the beer, they didn't wine, have license. The beer and wine. They didn't license. have the, so those, that was like pretty they had the sangrias. And yeah. The, yeah, like the frozen sangrias that kind of tasted like a margarita. But yeah. at the end of the day, you were just drinking slushy wine. <laughs> which can lead to a pretty severe hangover yeah. on its own, but it's not quite like. A, but Chacho's at some point went straight up to Cuba because, and you can get top shelf. Do you care about top shelf or low bottom shelf? If it's a mixer, no, man. Why am I going to pour my good tequila? And I know that a top <laughs> shelf margarita is, you know, when you're at. But if I'm at home, Ooh, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to buy that bottle. You get right the at eye level, yeah, the, that kind. So you're gonna get the eighteen twenty dollar bottle. Yes, because it's a mixer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pour my reposado into a tequila no. or into a margarita. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not pouring my Danos Añejo no. in there. I'm no Añejo's going. I am getting not rock gut. I'm not getting some. I'm not getting the stuff that's still got chunks floating around. You in it, but it'll be pretty close. I'm pouring lime juice and I'm adding triple sec and I'm throwing salt and everything else. And so sometimes wanna... I've even put simple syrup because I do like them a little bit sweeter. Yeah, so, I like my Terramana on the rocks, so I wouldn't pour it. I wouldn't use a bottle of Terramana no. or Danos on margaritas even though it probably good i just want to sit because some margaritas i can sip i mean some not margaritas some tequilas i can absolutely. sip. absolutely so yeah i think you're right on that rob i don't think we need to go to there's you don't need to go to the there's a place for every status stratus in the alcohol market there's a place for some that might not be what you sip but you want to have at your bar because it mixes well it, it doesn't always yeah. have to be blantons you no. can you can you can sell <laughs> You know what so I mean? So, are you Blanco or Reposado? For me, for just straight tequila, I'm Reposado. For, for no, sipping. I mean for uh, margaritas. Blanco. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll go. No, it's got to be clear. I'm not going to go Cuervo Gold or something like that. It's got to be me, clear. Not that I shouldn't say gotta. It doesn't what matter. What you prefer? To me, but if that's what I was buying. But well, okay, so you do you make you use mix? You don't yeah, just I use, use lime juice. No, 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 no lime juice. I use an actual mix, like the Cuervo mix, because I think that gives it that triple secchi orangey flavor when you get the mix see see that's what i'm saying like i don't need the extra probably not but i i just i like just straight lime juice really because i could i have a i have to moderate my your citrus my citrus intake so if i go straight lime juice i can cut it back a little bit oh that's right i forgot you have a citrus yeah I'm, I'm allergic to it so i have to watch i have to make sure it's really watered down but a good what about strawberry you down with a strawberry margarita yeah me too I like the strawberry and I like the regular, whatever the regular is. I don't do pina, I hate pina coladas. You don't like the coconut? No, it's nasty. I don't do pina coladas. There better be sand on my face. Yeah, if, if I'm, I'm going to do a, a pina if, if I'm going to chug through a pina, I better be around some blue water, mm -hmm. some white sand. You know what I mean? So that's me. But damn, you making me want. I didn't have no intentions on drink. I don't Sounds drink good right now. I don't it? drink during the week, but you making me want to go. I feel like I need to go have a margarita tonight. Do you have you ever had them with sugar around the outside? See, of I did like when I was first going to Chacho's. I would do that. And now I'm like, I don't do anything. You I don't, don't like do salt at all. or rim. No, I like the salt. 
Something about it. Sugar's weird, right? Yeah, it doesn't, but it has like, its place. It, it already has sugar. That's the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and I like, like a little sweet. Why am I sweet. putting sugar on the rim when the drink is already sugared up? When you get those margaritas and it gets you right yeah, in right the back there of your jaw. The ear. I need that. I think I need a margarita. It's five o'clock There's got to be a dollar margarita somewhere. I am sure that our good friends over at Twin Peaks probably having four dollar drink. Margarita oh, really? Specials. I will tell you what Twin Peaks will have for you in a bit. Okay. Let me know. We're up against it. We Enjoy, will be, y'all. We will be back. Go grab your tequila and your lime juice. It is, in fact, 2 2 We don't get that again. Won't get this segment back either. Great segment. We'll be right back. You're on San Antonio here to help. Star, ESPN, AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Hey, this is Michael Jimenez. Have lunch with me on Halftime today at noon. San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. It's R and R. The margarita discussion. El Hato is another nominee. Yeah, that's always a good one. James Pledger walked in and my my brother in law, sister in laws live at El Hato. Used to go every Friday, damn near. If you're looking for margaritas today, Twin Peaks has got specials, four dollars and five dollar calls on your margarita if you like some talk shells. Twin so, Peaks? Yeah. Okay. My home field right there on Days of All and I ten, right on the way home. Shout feels out to Twin Peaks. Feels convenient. And if you want to just sit at home and get the free refills, go buy Texas Cheer. Uh, there's always there's that. that. There's always that. There's always the free and, and refill. As we were discussing, <laughs> Pledge and I, we like to moderate our lime intake. So make it at your at Without your, being your, too sweet. Y'all make own. sense there. It makes a lot of sense. Because after a while, it does get a little overbearing. We really haven't had a chance to talk a whole lot about the Jawan Howard situation. And news yesterday, the Big Ten has, uh, and Michigan, has uh, suspended him for the rest of the regular season. He won't get to coach, and he's been fined a fair amount of money. Uh, Greg Gard, the head coach of Wisconsin, that was an uh, an equal participant and was not hit, though he did, in fact, grab Jawan Howard, uh, was um, fined uh, $7,500. Uh, Minix actually wants him put in jail, said five games is disrespectful. Um, to me, I think five games is more than enough things happen. It was open-handed. <laughs> like that matters, but I guess it kind of does. It was open-handed. It wasn't a slap. It was a mush. It was a kind of a push. It was a push. At you. It was a push. Like, dude, that's, that happens every play in football. I think, Juwan, we have receipts. No, five games is enough. And I think he's paying a price the likes of which he'll pay for a while. Um, remember Marcus Smart threw a punch in a game when he was at uh, Oklahoma State? Got at, a at a fan, photog- right? a fan, a photographer, and we all lost our minds, put him in jail. Yeah. Got to keep in mind that these guys are in the middle, and this is not an excuse, but they are in the arena. They are the gladiators. And for us to expect them just to turn it off, game's over, everything's fine, shake hands, mm-hmm. get over it. Move on is a ridiculous assumption, though we do a pretty good job of covering it. I, I think we've come to the situation where Jawan needs to pay a price, and certainly five games I think is absolutely appropriate. Should he be fired? No. Jail time? No. Yeah. It's, no. He did have a mix-up with somebody else last year that they he, brought up. There is an issue. There's something that needs to be worked. But I, I will tell you this. When I first met um, – well, no, I shouldn't say – I was talking with Devin Brown one time. Former Devin San Brown, Antonio, yeah, okay. Former San Antonio Spur was world with, champion. Was with the Denver Nuggets. 
Okay. And I asked him about becoming a pro, and I kind of joked, like, man, what's it like running around with Juwan Howard? He was probably in his 18th year at that point. And he turned to me and said, Juwan Howard taught me how to be a pro. Really? Taught me what it was to be an NBA, how to be an NBA player. Interesting. And Juwan Howard uh, has been to this point an exemplary role model and coach for the University of Michigan. Done far better than I think anybody expected. I have receipts. Now, I also have this receipt, too. You do it again, you're done. But right now, I think that's enough. I think he's paying the appropriate price. But I think the fix here is beyond that. We have to question the, the, the situation that we found ourselves in. How did we get to that point? How did the fight begin? And it goes back to that this ridiculous handshake. That I think this time has come. I do, too. But this is what I will say as far as Juwan. If, if you want me to shut it down, then you shut it down. Truth. Like, you can't be pressing me and expect me not to play through. Like, you're pressing me. Okay, like I, I've, you're you're continuing to play. Like you tell him, you're getting mad at me because you're like, oh, the game's out of reach. There was no way we we're gonna come back, but yet you're pressing me. So of course I'm I'm gonna keep coaching. Then like you've given me the green light to keep coaching. Like it's not like you you called your guys up, hey, back off a of half court, let the clock run out. If you do that and not take a timeout, then okay, we can talk. But if you're pressing me, yeah, then let's okay, then let's just play it through the let's play it through the buzzer. So I I fought Jawan and getting mad about that. But, you know, as far as Wisconsin coach, like, you know, heat of the moment, I just got my face beat in. I'm a bubble. I'm on the bubble. I don't know if I'm making a tournament. You grabbing me, holding me. Hey, man, let me explain. No, I don't want to talk to you right now. But if we're not going through the stupid, hey, good game, guys, if we're not going through that stupid line, we're not here. Because if you don't have to do that, then you could just, you know, shoot them the bird and go towards your locker room. Can we agree that this is 70% Howard? No, I'll say 60% Howard. No, it's 70. I mean, because at the end of the day, you still don't, regardless what goes on, you still don't have to hit anybody. There you go. Regardless. You know, words, you know, was it stone sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, regardless what that is, uh, clearly the assistant said something that made him really, really, really upset, but that you can't go off hitting people. So, no, it's it's probably more than 70, but I do, I still agree that five games is more than enough, but it's still on Juwan. You don't have to hit anybody. We can have we can have a disagreement as men, and we can get heated, but we don't have to hit each other. You know the old school types, the old guard talking about. But sometimes it just come out. Sometimes you just sometimes you need to be slapped. I probably need to be slapped a few times in my lifetime. I'd probably be a better radio host if I had been slapped a few more times. So sometimes it just happens. It's just a reaction. It's a reflex. Can't help it, but that doesn't excuse it because there we look at them. To their players are going to mirror them. They're going to re, they're going to act. Yeah, that's you, why they started fighting. And you could tell that Howard was he was ready for a, a confrontation. Howard was ready to rock. He was ready for a confrontation, and so and the players kids. was like, "Hey, coach is throwing. We gonna I'm start throwing." Yeah. And there's always that spidey sense, as I've always told my boys. There's if you've been around it, you always know when it's about really going to go three down. Three minutes before the fight happens, you could always sense that change in the room. Like right. there's something about to go down. Right. It's, his players might not have noticed it, but they noticed it. They knew something was about to go down. And they started throwing. And that was a situation where cooler heads should have prevailed and Jawan should have gotten his team off the floor. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that old advice is if you're about to write an angry letter or make an angry call, write the letter, read the letter, then delete the letter. If anything, I'm late to the buzzer and I don't take my team through the line 
And I take the criticism for yeah. that. Call me a poor. I'd sport. rather take the criticism for that than get in a fist fight. And then you come back and say the situation I was in at X, Y, and Z, the timeout, the pressing, all of this. I didn't want to talk to him because it was not a good environment. And then you call him out and you say, "I'm sorry." But the idea that this is all happening because of some makeshift, let's make nice now after mm. two and a half hours of war, of literal war, <laughs> and then oh, okay, everybody get over it. Let's go shake hands. Let's go shake hands and play nice. To expect that to always be the case is ridiculous. Right. I, it's just not. These are grown men. They're being. Like, they're I now s- being paid. Yeah. To do it's that. True. I skipped the handshake line because I was going to mush him. Did you ever spit on your hand? Hell no. No. That was, I guess that was. Uh, <laughs> Good lord. Five palms royal gate. What were y'all doing at your high school? Not high school. Element middle school. Elementary no, school. No, I've After never the flag football game. You didn't have somebody who would spit on their hand. You had to go. <laughs> Good game. That that's deserving of a mush. That's, that was, no, I've never done that. I guarantee you, it was done to you. Good lord! I, well, I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't want to know. I didn't know. Oh, no, that's good game. bad. Good yeah, game. Good, good game. game. Good, good game. game. Good, good game. game. See, that's dumb. I've had some um, tussles in the line, but never, I never spit my hand or never slapped nobody. Did you actually say good game, or did you just gonna depend on depend if you won, on, right? If it was the Road Runners, I didn't say it. If um, there was our rival as kids. Everybody else, I'd say good game, but not to the Roadrunners. Oh, we hated Royal Gate. Those guys used to beat us up. Yeah, Roadrunners used to give it to us, and we finally got over the hump. But didn't ever say good game to those guys. But everybody else, yeah, good game, man. Good game, good game. I, I do think it's something that needs to be done in high schools, though. you got to continue to do Right, that. agreed. But once you're in college, come on now. No, Yeah, it's over. Come like, on now. Let's speak to, to who you played AAU with. Hey, good game, man. Good to see you. Peace out. Yeah, you get two minutes at post game. If you want to hug, go hug. Agreed. Be in the locker room. Coaches, you got to shake hands. Agreed. That should never go away. Well, Rudy, we finished another day. Time to go back and look at the tape, do our own personal combine. You're not going to boycott our tape session today, are you? No. No. I will not. We're going to check the tape. We're going to practice <laughs> real hard. We're going to get back tomorrow. Don't forget, halftime gets going at noon today. Michael and Menace will have uh, some Kevin Hart tickets. I'm pretty comfortable with that. The Blitz will be here at 4. We will have Joe and Jason. So there's no place to be. Then right here. We're glad you spent some time with us today. Stay with us for the rest. R&R in the morning. We'll be back. Halftime is just two hours away. Thanks for hanging with us. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 at 103.3 FM.